AJ the Apostle? Apostle and teacher. Apostle and teacher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's two offices. Good evening, guys. This is Jess Weber, and this is uh, podcast number, I think it's six or five, I'm not sure. But anyways, we've got a special guest today. His name is AJ. Uh, claims to be an apostle slash teacher, and we're going to find out what is going on in this world, and uh, we're going to learn about different things from flat earth to uh, dark arts, secret arts, and uh, all interesting things. So uh, welcome to the show. AJ. Hey, nice to be here. AJ, tell us. Um, you're really fascinating. Tell me um, from the. Tell me where you started learning. Like, for instance, the audience would know like what the red pill is all about. Being fed the red pill. What was your initiation of learning what's going on in this world and what you discovered and what was your prophecy or okay. how did it all start? How did it all start? Okay, well. Um, Red Pill has, uh, as the popular name now for a pop culture, uh, the other uh, names for that is uh, the Secret Arts. Uh, Secret Arts is, uh, was also known as the Revelation of Jesus Christ. I have a background uh, becoming a, a, a preacher, so okay. I went to school for that first, and uh, that happened in my late teenage years. And I went to Eagle Christian College in Ohio, Marion, Ohio, and uh, went to um, School of Apostle, School of Prophet, School of the Holy Spirit. I also had a background uh, learning from Rama Bible Training Center, which is in o Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mm. So I felt a call on my life to uh, be a preacher first, uh, but then I had all these dreams about moving to California. Mm -hmm. And then th that took a while uh, uh, before that happened, right? So I had all these dreams about moving out here. And then um, uh, what then happened was I was reading my Bible at a, uh, a factory I worked at. And so this guy was like, hey, so you, were you a Christian or something? And I said, well, you know, uh, I'm a disciple, I'm learning. He goes, well, if you got any kind of call in your life, my, my uh, pastor will see it and he'll tell you, you know. I said, oh, you mean like prophecy? He goes, yeah, actually, it's a prophetic conference. And so, uh, <laughs> so, uh, uh, so it's actually a prophetic conference. So, um, uh, well, I think, where did it start where, oh, so you went to school for church, you're saying, right? Yeah, to, to be a, a preacher and stuff. But, okay. Uh, How old were you when you did that? I was uh, early 20s. Okay, so you wanted to be a preacher. Mm -hmm. So you learned the Old Testament, correct? I learned everything, like as much as I could learn in, from, from, that, from that school. Uh, where did you go to school? The Eagle Christian College. That was in Marion, Ohio. Okay, so you learn everything about the Old Testament, everything about the Bible, the New Testament, correct? Yeah, and then also through Rama Bible Training Center, and that's in Tulsa, Oklahoma. But at the time, they were making books and tapes and videos and stuff that you could just learn uh, through the mail and things like that. What made you go to to the church? What made you want to be a preacher? Um, well, was there a calling or? Well, yeah, I, I was 18. I got into a, uh, a a bunch of trouble. I'm a identical twin, right? And so me and my twin brother, we got split up at a young age. Uh, 
uh, my parents were young. They were like 17. Mm -hmm. My mom just so happened to have twins. My parents never stayed together. And then we, you know, met our, we met our dad. We met our dad at a uh, young age. And then from there, we got kind of split up. Mm -hmm. And so I was left to myself. And uh, I, was a, I was a foster uh, child and an orf, you know, kind of orphaned. Wait, where's your brother? Your brother got separated? Yeah, he, yeah. So we, my dad kind of split us up. You know, he was to go back to my mom's, and so I met my dad at like ten. Yeah. And so my, me and my twin brother got split up, and then, uh, my dad's place it didn't quite work out. So I ended up being taken in by the state of Ohio and became a foster kid. And uh, you know, and then my brother he became a runaway. And so we got reunited at 18, but when we got reunited, he was a completely different person than I was. He was ma mainly raised by the streets, and I was in the system. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I mainly just played sports and tried to graduate. And uh, How was the foster care system? Because there's a lot of horror stories about the foster system. Yeah, it's, it's okay. Um, there's a, I had uh, one couple that was really awesome, but I was so broken at the time. Uh, had a lot of rejection because I, I wanted nothing but a family and to meet my dad, you know, and mm -hmm. it didn't quite happen. And, uh, uh, and that only lasted like a couple years. Um, and so I just kind of, I just pushed people away and I didn't. You know, but I didn't really want to push them away. I just wanted them to keep coming after me to to to, to make me feel loved. You know, and it just didn't quite happen. So what you what when you guys united? Like, what was that like? Well, <laughs> well, he decided to uh, rob uh, the store I was working for. <laughs> oh really? So yeah. So we I we caught a case, uh, a robbery case, felony, second degree. Uh, I. I was looking at going to prison for two years, and he was going to go to prison for three years. Mm -hmm. And uh, he kind of blackmailed me to be an accomplice to this robbery case. I was to make the phone call and tell him when the person was coming out. And so I did. And uh, when I when uh, I, I had a praying godmother at the time, that you know, and uh, she, you know, was praying for me to become a Christian. And that, I was just kind of scared in the whole situation, so I felt like the right thing to do was turn us all in. And I did, and you turn everybody in. Turn everybody in. You know, turn myself in. Turn everybody in, and they end up giving me time for it. And then uh, when I met back up with my brother, you know, it is he just number one, he hated me for telling on us, but we'd have been caught anyways, I believe, you know, and uh, it put a wedge between us. But I had six to eight months to do whatever. I wanted to do before I was going to go to prison and you know at the time you see shows like Oz you know where you're like prisons like yeah. probably not a good place to live so I was just going to kill myself so uh, so I just kind of just destroyed my life for like six to eight months and I was going to kill myself but during that time uh, I had someone praying for me and then that's how I became a Christian and and then uh, God answered my prayer I didn't know God could answer prayers kind of like dawned on me like wow God can answer prayers what was your prayer I said, uh, God help me, you know, I don't want to kill myself. Send me a Christian friend that will get me back on the right path. And then someone came along. And this guy that I actually worked with at the place that we robbed, who was always trying to get me to go to church, he popped back up in my life. And I said, his name was Dave. And I said, Dave, this is so weird, man. I prayed about this like two days ago. And he goes, are you saved? I was like, man, I'm Catholic. I don't really know what saved means. And, right. you know, and he said, he, he prayed with me, to, you know, and said I was uh, to accept Jesus and everything and said I was born again. And uh, 
I said, well, I still feel the same. And he said, trust me, go home, start reading the book of John. Mm -hmm. Your life is never going to be the same. I figured I'd go home, read this book, come back like, okay, I read it now, what? Because I'm trying to do everything I can to not, not kill myself, not go to prison, right? Right. And so, but by the time I got to the 14th chapter, it felt like Jesus was talking straight to me through the scriptures. They just kind of jumped off the pages. And uh, the first scripture it jumped off, it said, Obey my commandments and live in my love. Mm -hmm. And this is love in the Father. And I'm going to love you and reveal myself to you. And it's like, I was wondering how I could love someone I can't see, can't hear, can't feel. You know, like, all I was going to do is obey him that's loving him. And he's going to reveal himself to me. Right. And that's when I felt God for the first time. I felt him. He revealed himself as like his presence. You know, I felt God. And it was like all these boring words on a page, right? When I kept on reading, then John 15, 10, and 11 jumps up off the pages and said, Obey my commandments and live in my love, and surely your cup of joy will overflow. And that's why I felt this joy on the inside, just like this warm, tingly feeling. And I just kind of like, that was my conversion, you know? That's where I just, I felt the presence of God. Then after I started getting dreams, mm -hmm. uh, Jesus come down to my dreams, told me, get, he said, no longer be afraid, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. And then when he did that, I felt this power surge through me, like this boldness I ever felt. And then from there, that's when I had crazy experiences like speaking in tongues and things like that. All right, so when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, explain that. It's like, the, it's like you know, in Matrix, I like to, uh, some people have never seen, even seen Matrix, but I think our age people, we've seen it, mm -hmm. um, where Neo, he touches the mirror. And, it, and then the, the metal goo gets all over him and he wakes up in this uh, right. machine, right? Uh, that's kind of the experience. You kind of just wake up to the spirit realm. You know, you wake up to like you're in something more than what you've been told. As, as a, a Christian, say, I, like I pray all the time, maybe like I want to feel the, I want to feel that presence of God. I want to be able to feel the Holy Spirit. I want to be able to have like a vision with him. Or have a vision of heaven somehow, or that feel that peacefulness. How would someone go about to try to accomplish that? Since well, I mean, <laughs> it's a complicated thing, and it's an easy thing. Complicated to explain it, uh, but easy to experience it, um, b because you got to kind of understand the infrastructure of like why your sins need forgiven and stuff like that, and what had happened, that whole backstory. But in essence, the, the beeline is you got to get forgiven of your sins. You, we need a Savior. And then once you get that there, that bridge, that, that separation between you and God and His presence, mm -hmm. it goes away, you know, and, and now you can hear His voice and see His face. And it comes in a small measure at first, enough to... During to, a dream while you're sleeping? Or? I mean, any avenue He wants. I mean, while you're awake, um, like you can just feel... It's kind of like when you can feel, I don't know if anyone's ever felt like a ghost or something in your, you know, in your house or something or something kind of eerie, you know. Right. You can feel a ghost like on a good positive side too. Like, and God is, a, he's a ghost, he's a spirit, right? Like the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. And so he's a person and you just get aware of his presence. And he goes slow with you because if he comes too fast, it'll stop your heart, you know. Mm -hmm. So he comes in measures. And he starts off small, but it comes from being forgiven, and it comes from uh, um, acknowledging him and, and acknowledging uh, where you're at. But it takes the gospel to to be able to see where you're at and to draw near him. So f come to the conclusion where you got God to tell you, 
this information that you know and what you've been preaching about. Come to that point where, how did okay. you get the information? Yeah, well, after, yeah, after that conversion, um, I started, I, I read the Bible for myself. Like, I had two years to do it, right? So I read a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I started learning to hear the voice of God. He said, I'm going to teach you the, ori- the original intent of the scriptures, and you're going to preach this gospel to this last generation. And at the time, I was 19. And I was like, okay, cool. And I started telling people, like, I'm going to teach the gospel. And like, you know. Wait, so God told you this? He told me. I heard his voice. He said. When did he tell you? Or not when, but like, how did he tell you? I just heard it on the inside. He said, I'm going to teach you the original intent. Were you meditating? Were you sleeping? I was just walking on the yard. Uh, in the in prison, just walking. So you were in prison. Yeah, I went for How, two two years. You were in prison for two years. Yeah, that's that case that we caught. I never got out of it. Ended up going, but the Lord was like, "I want you to go because if I got out of it, I would probably never read the Bible. It slowed me down because uh-huh. I'm an extrovert, and so I like to just do this, do that, do everything, go everywhere. It slowed me down to where I could go deep inside myself and learn to hear from him. And I used that time very wisely. I, I read the entire scriptures for myself and and uh, and God would show me stuff. Mm-hmm. And then in there, there's people that learned religion, right? And so they would tell me their religion. And I'd be like, well, am I right or are they right? And then a book or tape would fall in my lap, prison ministry books, right? And it was always connected to like uh, Rhema. Mm-hmm. And so I, I ended up studying through Rhema and, and their ministries, um, them and a couple others that were, they're connected to. I won't say all of them, but there was a lot of really good preachers out there that that took me through the movements, all the Protestant movements and stuff. But then when I maxed them all out, I got out, and then I, I started going to all the churches in my region. I would max them out because every, I found everyone's in a different place mm-hmm. uh, because uh, they changed the scriptures and their intents. Uh, um, uh, originally, a long time ago, and that's why we went to the Dark Ages. Um, the Dark Ages is a thousand years in which you didn't see much or heard much from, about God doing stuff until the Protestant Reformation, because the Catholic Church was kind of taken over. You know, um, the, they say the world got into the church and, and and took the scriptures, and no one was reading them right. until the printing press and everything got out. Right, but that didn't happen until later. But so. Uh, I went through the schooling and everything. I maxed it out. I just learned how to hear God's voice. I had dreams I was going to come out to California. Mm-hmm. I kept I had like eight dreams about moving out here, and uh, and then you had dreams to move out here. Yeah, and and so then when I went to that prophetic conference, mm-hmm. uh, this prof, this I said, you know, they said they had a prophetic conference. And they said his pastor was a prophet. And I said, well, I believe in that because I speak in tongues, but I've never seen prophecy. So I'm going to come check this out. So I went to go check it out. And uh, they prophesied over me. They said, thus saith the Lord. Um, there's a whole story too. I won't get quite into it, but long story. is, He said, thus saith the Lord. In 10 years, you're going to have a church in California. And you're going to preach to celebrities in Hollywood. And they said, and the glory of the Lord is going to be seen on your face. And you're going to preach this gospel to this last, you know, you're going to preach this gospel to uh, this last generation. So he, he told, when did he tell you that? How many years ago did he tell you that? That was in my early 20s. So that was three years after I heard him. But he this, said that you're going to have a church in 10 years. In 10 years. But you don't have a church in 10 years, correct? I, oh, I do. You do have a church. Yep. Uh, at the 10-year mark. Yeah. I was, you have to understand, when I went to uh, church, I wasn't allowed to pray for anybody anywhere I went. 
every, when people found out what I believed and stuff, it was never in conjunction with their church. It was always like, we don't, that's of the devil. Tongues is of the devil. Mm -hmm. That's that health, wealth, gospel. That's of the devil. Everything was of the devil, like, but it's all in the Bible. And so I found out church was very religious and, you know, not, not the real thing. Right. There were some churches that were, but it was very far and few between to find those people. Um, and so uh, at the 10-year mark, I met this guy out here in the breakdance world. Mm -hmm. um, I moved out here. I got a job uh, uh, re recruited from a, a, a dance studio out here. I was trying to get on Dancing with the Stars. Okay. Uh, there's a whole story to that. That's actually the door that opened up for me. Dancing opened up door for me to come out to Hollywood. Right. So um, I came out here and then... Uh, I met this guy at the ten at the ten year right before the ten year mark. Mm -hmm. uh, I met this guy and I kept I was praying for him for six months to come to Christ, and uh, he was teaching me break dance. I was teaching him ballroom dancing, and we were mixing the two. And uh, um, so after six months, his his grandpa died, and you know he was asking starting to look up and ask about God, and I led him to Christ and baptized him and everything, and that's how it started was there, but. I opened up, here's what happened, I opened up his gifts, um, opened up his gifts, he's called, he's called to be a prophet and teacher, or a prophet and shepherd, mm -hmm. right, there's apostles, prophets, pastors, evangelists, and teachers, they call it the fivefold ministry, he's called to be a, a, a prophet and shepherd, and when I opened up his gift, I got to look, the way my gift works as an apostle and teacher, I got to look into his gift, and I got to, we birthed something brand new, um, in infrastructure, and okay, what do you what do you mean by you're you, you're grabbing someone's gift? You you have a gift that you can see what other people's gifts and callings, and and so as a prophet, prophets are called seers. Yeah, they can see things, but they do it out of a, an ability in their spirit with zero infrastructure. Whereas as an apostle, I can see infrastructure. And as a teacher, I can use my teaching gift because they're offices. An mm -hmm. office is a strong gift that allows you to operate like out of the norm, right? right. Like a normal teacher. You, you're able to, to see things through your mind and uh, multifaceted, right? And, and have synonymous terms, have a million ways to describe one thing. I, I mean, if you have a gift like that where you can help people figure out what their talent, is it to figure out what their talents are or yeah, what I help, strong suit is? Yeah, it's what Paul had. Paul was able to see people in their gifts and callings and be like, okay, you're called to do this, this, and this. He'd raise them up and he would set them in their, in their uh, chamber or their room or their lot or their place, however you want to say it, their, their office, right? Mm -hmm. And he would set up that region and we'll go on to the next one. He'd set up that region and then network them together. He would build nations and, and re restore nations this way. So what was, what did you discover about? Well, okay, so we discovered uh, <laughs> at the time I didn't know it was the secret arts. Um, I started put, when I was getting going in Hollywood, I was learning uh, in there what was the Babylonian dark arts. So you have a gift that you can see people's talents. Gifts and callings, yeah. Gifts and callings. Is that what the secret arts is called? No, no. So it, I use my gift to be able to, to see uh, infrastructure. So here's what was happening was when uh, we started off, okay, so my friend, he was, he's socially awkward. Yeah. He's uh, in Myers-Briggs, we call it an INFP. Uh, so he's a melancholic phlegmatic. Uh, that's a temperament, right? 
And so I, w I learned through business and through, uh, uh, they call it in the pickup community, you know, like uh, pickup artists and all that stuff, yeah. how to cold read. And we also learned it in um, uh, sales. But in, it's tied to the art of seduction. It's a, that is a dark art. It used to be part of secret societies, but then it got popular through VH1, yeah. pickup artists, right? And so, because um, uh, I teach ballroom dancing, I help people usually meet girls. This guy wanted to meet a girl, so I was like, oh, let me teach you about women, let me teach you how to meet girls, but mm -hmm. there's this, you know, but um, let's not take it to that place of seduction, because that's the dark end, but I'll teach you basically how to meet, meet one and, you know, be comfortable in your own skin. And uh, I used to do that before with Catholic singles, you know, help gentlemen and ladies meet each other, and they would meet each other through ballroom dancing. So as I was teaching him these things, he was blown away that I could cold read. We'd go to like uh, In-N-Out Burger, and I'd t say every personality was in the room and their psychological wiring, and he wanted to know how that worked. Well, he, I said, well, you know, you can, you can there's deeper stuff in this and Myers-Briggs, but you're more wired to understand it than me if you go back and learn it, mm -hmm. uh, go study Myers-Briggs and, and, and let me know what you get. And I taught him everything I knew, but when he came back, he was, Myers-Briggs goes down to four quadrants. He was cold reading all of them. I say, wait a minute, you're cold reading like the, the, the intuitive and the sensor and the perceiver and the judger too? He was in the thinker and the feeler? You're, you're, you're cold reading that? He's like, yeah. I was like, shit, this is mind-blowing. I was like, I knew you could read, cold read the disc. The, Wait, what do you mean by cold read the disc? The is disc is dominant, influential, steadiness, conscientiousness. It's, uh, it's, so it kind of looks like this. Uh, so is, is, is that a person? Or? It's, it's a temperament. It goes D-I-S-C. This is your dominant personalities. Mm -hmm. This is your submissive personalities, your extroverts and your introverts. They call it dominant, influential, steadiness, conscientiousness. You could cold read when this on someone, their temperament. But is this what you can do? This is, yeah, anyone. Can, this is anyone. This is training. Like, so you have to learn. You can learn this. This you can learn. Like, so show me like a basic thing of just learning it. Well, like, okay, so you're, you're, you're a CS. I'm an ID. So it's actually perfect because you can feel from my temperament that I'm a dominant like it's in my it's in my look. If you look at my face, I have a dominant look to me. Well, to people thinking dominant would be like more of like you would could I don't know more like control. Is that more of a control well, thing? Well, tied to it. It's not. It's not everything. It's going to be a lot of semantics on this because everyone has a different image in their head with certain words. But you know, dominant means someone that usually is, is more of a talker, more likes to take control, likes okay. to. Uh, get the job done. Do you feel that that's what you are? Yeah, I'm, I'm this first. You have a primary and a secondary. Were you ever this? No, you can't be this. You can't change your temperament. This is what a lot of people don't. All right, so you're you. So you can read you can read people's talents and what they're into or what that's, they do that, or how they feel or if they're dominant or yeah. Well, you well okay. So apart from spiritual teachings, this is a psychological. Uh, I'm sorry, a social teaching, like sociology. This isn't, you can learn a sociology, but it, this is a, a sociology teaching that was used 
in as a dark art to be able to code read people to sell them manipulate them manipulate them yeah so all like, right so why what is sc and why am i that this is also another there's other names for this too there's we call this one the choleric this one's melancholic okay well explain what the cleric is and melancholic melancholic melancholy means you're an introvert so i'm a quiet person Normally, it's your, it's your, your, your first, it doesn't mean you can't be a talker. That's a flag. Because I feel like I, sometimes when I'm in group settings, mm -hmm. I observe, I just, obs You're I just watching, just mm -hmm. absorb, just so when I am about to say something, I have my facts right, I can say this, 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 and that, and it all makes sense. Or if I'm planning a joke in my head, mm -hmm. um, you know, or we're trying to, uh, you know, shoot a, a video and I want to hear everyone's ideas and I don't want to shoot my idea right away because mm -hmm. I want to see what everyone else is and then just play off that. So mm -hmm. that's, that makes yep. sense. Yep, that's more, you're kind of waiting back, That, but you still, this is, appears your people-oriented personalities up here, these yeah. two, you're people-oriented. Down here, you're task-oriented. So what made you, how'd you figure that out on me that I, uh, because you can see whether someone's more of a talker or more of a listener, right? You got your listener, listen. And what made you, what talk. was, I mean, this this is a basic instinct, I would think, right? Right, it can be. People have some, they have what's called instinct or intuition or basic understanding. But with the knowledge, now you... you was it because I was asking a lot of questions when I first met you? Is, uh, it, is that what No, I can just see it. It's in. It's kind of in the face and in the energy. You can you can see it like uh, uh, just the way they look. You know, before they even act in their dynamics. When you're fresh and you're new at learning this stuff, you kind of got to wait for their cause and effect, their their actions. You got to wait for their body language and what they say before. You, but the more you do it, the easier this gets. So you looked you. at me right away, and you're like. What, no what are, you, are you seeing a glow off me or a red glow? Like, <laughs> what are you seeing that's yeah. convincing you that I am that right away? My eyes or? Uh, well, there's more. There's This is the easy one to memorize. This one I st started uh, my friend off with. And this is, but when he studied the Myers-Briggs, it gets deeper. The, you, the Myers-Briggs has four things to it. You're what's called an I-N-F-P. I means you're an introvert, yeah. you're intuitive, you're a feeler and a perceiver. Right. The, the, this, this last one has to do, you can see it in the eyes. This one right here, you see it in the forehead. Okay. You look at the forehead. The N means you're intuitive. If you're not intuitive, you're what's called an S and that's what I am. I'm an S. If you look at your forehead and my forehead, yeah. <laughs> Like you have, even though we both have like high foreheads, it's not the shape of it or anything. It's the look. You have more of a brainy kind of like a like a big brain in there. Yeah, like a smart look to you, like a nerdy look. Right? Okay. There's a brainy look, and it forms into your ears. So usually, the, the, there's guys with the ears that kind of like that. The yeah. bigger ears and ears that stick out, kind of it gives you kind of a nerdy look. You know, not you know, My it's ears, not a bad thing. I don't have Dumbo ears. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the. Uh, but I, you know, I have more of a concrete look. You have more of an abstract look. So the intuitives are abstract. They're abstract. Back to the eye. You said I'm an introvert. It's an introvert. That's an your introvert. melancholic. That's your introvert, extrovert. 
extra. Okay. I, I mean, to me, I feel like introvert is more like super quiet, not outgoing, doesn't want to do my. Eh, okay, maybe that's it, it's me. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am an E. I just want to work. S T P. So, so my so we have the same eyes. Our eyes pop. So my eyes pop. Yeah, my eyes pop. So my friend over here is kind of watching us here. He is an I S F J. So the opposite of P mm. is a J. We'll put him down here. He's a J. I don't know if you can see that. Yeah, you can see it. J. He's a I S F J. So, by knowing all these letters about somebody, what is the final conclusion of that person? Well, is there a final conclusion? Yeah, they have names to it. I don't like the names that they use online and stuff and in books. Uh, but you you end up. It takes time to because there's there's a total of sixteen temperaments, okay. but there are thirty two variations of that. So there's only thirty two possibilities of of personalities in the world, you can memorize all of them. Now, what about with someone that um, is going through a transition, like they want to become a male to female, female to male, what is going on with them? Right, you can't change your temperament. You can only be strong or weak in it. So, uh, this is the basis. This right here is what allows you to have 32. But on the Myers-Briggs right here, this, yeah. there's 16 of those. Of possibilities, and I won't get into it because it'll be too long. This will end up being a, a, a teaching on that. But uh, well, this is a good video for someone that's working out. You know, and you're listening to this. This is what this is all for. So yeah. tell me, okay? So I am an INFP. FP. Yeah, the F and the T. So this is thinker feeler, right? The T is tied to the cleric. Yeah, that's the T. Well, what is cleric? Mean? Dominant. Dominant. But I'm not a cleric. Nope, you're phlegmatic, right. so you're a feeler. So you could what, say. Explain what feeler means. So feeler. Like what is a feeler? The feeler. Like am I testing bum, out bum, things? Bum, bum. Or am I just feeling right. out? You're feeling things out subjectively. Subject. We're not, we're not spotting. Subjective. <laughs> and then the T is you're more objective. Now, there's a test online that you can do. Yeah. And I don't like the test because I rather teach people how the test is made and how to cold read because then you won't need the test. The test you can throw it off because it's multiple choice and most people like are stuck in certain jobs or, or certain social dynamics are yeah. stuck in it. So they're going to answer a test according to the dynamics that they mostly play out. So they'll be like, well, I have to be really, um, you know service oriented and I have to really care about people's feelings because they may be like in the service industry or a minister. Right. So they're going to answer their stuff as like, well, I think about spiritual things all day long, so I'm intuitive and I have to serve people, so I'm, I'm a feeler, I'm subjective. But really, they could be, you know, an S and a T. So they're going to throw the whole thing off. But if you know how the test is made, you don't need to make the test. So you can cold read it. So what is my talent out of knowing all that? Well, this doesn't. This well, this is how it started. You won't know this your. This is the beginning. Yeah, this is. You won't know your talents and stuff from this. This is how you can just connect with people. This is how it started with uh, when I was teaching my friend this stuff, and when we found out you could cold read all this. Yeah. That's how it started. But uh, what was. 
when I was going through the scriptures at the time. But this is good. Mm-hmm. This is be good for someone that's in sales, right? Right, sales. But it's it's good for just well anyone that's learning life. Like if you want to find out, it's, this is okay. So meeting the, someone, a mate. So right. It's also, but not only that. This goes down in the Myers Briggs. It says. These go down to, there's four quadrants, right? One, two, three, four, right? Uh, It goes down to what's called your role variant, which means what you do in life, your job. Mm -hmm. Basically, you're wired to do, you're wired to do, but I didn't know all this stuff. I just had a gift of seeing what people's gifts and callings. Yeah, but what are you seeing that's a little harder to describe. Like, are you seeing something on the person, or you're just going by this? Uh, uh, well, and then concluding to this. There. Okay. So, uh, you you use this as a template. It, well, you can, but the way there's three things to see people's gifts and callings. Mm-hmm. This comes from scripture. Um, there's uh, spiritual gifts. And there's nine of those. There's admin gifts or administration gifts. And there is seven of those. And then there is first gifts, admin gifts, and there is offices. And there is five of those. So I look at first these two. Yeah. Then I see if they if I look I look into them and see if they are they have a full time this is a full time call. And these are kind of a part-time thing, but they usually work with this. And so these are on the Bible. You have to know these these things. And this right. is my background. And because of my gift, I was able to look and to see uh, what people's... Uh, oh, so the admin gifts, these are tied to the personalities, though. Your admin gifts will... These You have to know these seven, the names of those seven. Those are tied to your personality so your personality so will be tied to your job that's this right here that I didn't know that until I learned this but this I already knew from my Bible background all right so this is all in the Bible those are this comes out of a book of what's called Romans and so I'll listen real quick Um, uh, it's called the you got the exhorter so these these gifts that you claim to have, or you do have, uh-huh. right? This guy gave you this, correct? Uh-huh. And what was the reasoning that you think he gave it to you? Um, because you were asking for it, because you needed a purpose, or because you were in the, uh, you wanted to be a preacher? No, like, I, it's it's something... He chose you, you feel like? He, yeah, it's, yeah, he, yeah, he chose me. And do you feel like, is there a reason why he gave you these talents or these gifts? Yeah, so all of it leads up to, like, this is just how it starts, but like all of it leads up to what we're doing with it. Um, it's amazing stuff. Like, it's basically, it gets into uh, this, what it's called, the topic is the secret arts, which is, it goes into four topics, times, keys, scales, and frames. And what this does, it allows you to see, it's like like in Matrix, how Neo saw all the green coding. Yeah. It allows you to see everything. It says, is that what, how you see? 
Yeah. I look like green. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Am I? So sort of. Uh, it, it's the best way to describe it. Um, but yeah, you see, you see things in frames, which is uh, uh, voices and images and thoughts. There's a way to measure how light and how dark that is. You open up doors and close doors to to spirit realm, you know, to to heaven and hell, yeah. and then you can change the times in your nation, make them better or worse, either peaceful or trouble. And so it allows you to read what's in, a, in every scenario, so you can change it. So basically, it makes you a wise master builder, and that's exactly what an apostle is or builders. We want to tear down the things that make bad energy, yeah. bad energy in the air, and yeah. on a person when they're just dark and degenerate. And you want to regenerate them and make them bright. And you can actually read all of this can be read in what's called uh, your countenance. What is what? Your countenance. The new age word is, uh, I think it's aura. How, uh, is that how okay. you spell it? Maybe. Your aura? I'm horrible at uh, Yeah, stuff. me too. But aura, so you're saying an aura is a true, a real thing? Is real things, the energy. And so your thoughts goes through from your spirit to your mind yeah. into your countenance. So whatever you think ends up projecting around about you like a compass. And so uh, it's it, your thoughts can become so excellent and so pure and holy yeah. that it produces a, 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 like an energy that's like a fire and it'll pour out of you so bright it actually you're made to be like a, a glow worm this will light up and where you're so bright you could take off your clothes and no one would see your nakedness so celebrities always have a thing like an aura right yeah do regular people have auras yeah everyone does what color is my aura do I have a okay so right so you heard about colors right well it's not is there a color sort of it's broke down into uh uh, I'll erase all this stuff. It's broke down into. We like to say colors, but it's, but it's kind of not, and kind of is, because light has you know a spectrum to it, and then a spectrum is colors, right? But yeah. it's also related to music. That's why the seven arts and sciences, seven arts and sciences, has one of the arts is music. So when you understand your circle of fifths. Your circle of fists breaks down music theory and your scales, mm -hmm. so you can be able to explain that scale that's in the spirit realm and to be able to explain different uh, frames of mind, right? Your frame of mind will change what your countenance looks like. So the Bible called those, those different colors stones, kind of like a gem. Yeah. And they're all different colors, right? The, the, sodia, the sardius, the topaz, the diamond, the barrel, right, the, right. the ruby? Em, em, ruby emerald, right? Yeah. Emerald is green. You have to know the colors of these, which is all the colors of the rainbow. Which are auras? Which are... Are you well, these? Well, they're, they're... Okay, so to break that down, those are different colors, right? So it's each stone is like a mindset. Oops, my bad. So what is what is my aura? Or do I have an aura? Yeah, yeah, we all have one. It's so I'll get to that because so like there are let's see this like, like a, a gem. Remember it's a gem, right? Yeah. So you got a gem is a, a stone, but it's it's gems have and stones have facets. 
right? There's these fasts, or what's called like a face. Yeah. Now you learn so, this in the Bible. Mm-hmm. This. It's all in the Bible. Yeah. So it has like a face, right? Mm-hmm. So your uh, if it has many facets, many faces, it's a uh, facets as a poly, right? Yeah. Means means many, right? Poly. So a uh, policy is like a, 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 a like a, a belief or a law, right? Yeah. Law of the mind, right? A policy. Well, there is, with policies, there are standing points, mm-hmm. talking points, and uh, uh, viewpoints. So you have, so your view, your views, are your your policy mindset, which is a belief belief system. So this is all. This is all made by words. So words create views, right? Yeah. And then you can talk those talking points out. You have a certain stance that you have in that policy. And all those create those belief systems that's that's in your mind. Those belief systems, those words, are as thoughts, and these create a certain scale of how from one to seven how bright you are, how dark you are. Okay. So one to seven, you can begin to read. You can cold read, not just the personalities. And, and and the psychological wirings, of, you know, people. But you can read, their, you can cold read their countenance or their aura, and you can find out what their beliefs are, their viewpoints. And so this is what the secret arts without talking to them, without even talking to them. I can tell you when someone's a born again Christian. I can tell you when they're filled with the Holy Spirit. I can tell you when someone's like uh, 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 LGBTQ, feminist, Black Lives Matter, KKK. So what am I? I? Uh, you are. A what's called a day one. Day one. I N F P. Melancholic. Fl- what we call Mel Flag. That's what we say. Mel Flag. That's for short. I N F P. Day one. Tradcon. Traditional conservative in your your beliefs. Traditional Tradcon. Traditional conservative. Uh, with you're not really there's that's about it I would say there and so now I know what to plant on you I, I want to try to get my goal as an apostle is to get you here Where, what number, I'm at one you're at one my brightness is one yeah yeah, yeah. Hey, but, the, but here's the thing the, the, the at best the church in America is partial in part, a day three. I believe that. Yeah, but most of them are makes sense. Day ones. Most of the churches. Now, day is one. the reason because I'm day one is because I'm not. I don't know. Like in the church, is it because of the church? It's by what you know and what you act out. It has nothing to do. You don't need the church to be honest. Like you, we need each other. Yeah. But you don't need a. a the, the church is a Jesuit. Uh, infrastructure right now it's a babylonian rebrand 
there's the Babylonian Dark Arts teaches that there's a right hand art of separation, which is to separation is means you have a wheel, right? Yeah. You want to separate that wheel and and to make it short or broken, yeah. and you do that by changing. So a lot of the doctrines are taught. The doctrines are taught through stories, like that's why the Bible's in story. They're hidden in the stories. Yeah. That forms your thoughts, right? If you can change the stories, this is what they did. You change the stories, you can change people's thinking, and you just make it to where the Bible doesn't come back full circle, to where it just sounds like a BS story. Yeah. And then that's what they did. They, they, they change things around, change the interpretations of it. Yeah. So that affects your thoughts. Now you're going to behave a certain way. Right, so your standards or your scale, your standards are not as excellent as they could be, and and so you can actually, to someone that's trained, you can see where they stand on that scale, and you can read it because you have certain only so much truth. You could if you, if the Bible could be, if someone can give you the original intent of the Bible, and you just read it for yourself, then you started playing playing it out, mm -hmm. you would brighten yourself up right away without going I have to go to a church or anything like that and this is what we're doing. Do we doing. have to go to church? And it's not that you have to go to church. Church is not like a building. It's it's if we're two or more gathered together in his name but to be in his name means you're in the light. That means you're two people come together that are on the same page, the same mindset. And so because when I go to church I'm hearing the same stories that they do every year um, right or they or something that's going on in today's events they interpret it towards the Bible and then they compare it to today's events that's basically what church is right getting from church I'm not getting the this is why I always believe the church is right here not going somewhere and right it's okay to, some to meet. And plus some it, of these pastors are just right it's okay to meet somewhere because you do have to train people to learn this stuff you know this is why we're also putting it's, stuff on video right is this now. a is this a Christian thing to know? Yeah, it is. The revelation of Jesus Christ is the secret arts. And the secret arts is to make the average Christian a sharpshooter so they can uh, basically fulfill scripture. What, what makes you think... So if everybody needs to be... At, no, everybody needs to know this stuff is what you're saying. Yep, this is what we have in this movement. How do I, okay, how do I get to day two? How about that? Day I two? just want to get to two. At so least. the stories open up to, uh, you have to learn infrastructure. Okay. Infrastructure is uh, knowing how to start seeing people's countenances. So you have to be able to see, oh, it's called like, okay, see it says points here. What makes a poly is lines and points. Mm -hmm. Lines and points is like, like that, like a box, right? Yeah. Like a constellation. Those are your stars and you draw lines, connect it, right? And then you end up making like a picture. Well, you have to begin to see this infrastructure because the spirit realm looks like this. This is why sacred geometry, uh, like when you learn how to do yoga or like, uh, dancing uh, or, or martial arts. Yeah. You learn these invisible patterns. Like the definition of a guru what is... What about yoga? What do you, what's your thoughts on yoga real quick? So yoga is, is, is fine. Ba bad intent? Some people say it's like the path to the devil. Is that true? No. Or say like new age, right? Like there's some... 
they've corrupted it. There's some teachings. Okay, so it's been corrupted. It's, it's been tied to like Hinduism and all this sort of stuff. Right. If you just pull out the truth of it, which is, it's just working out the body mm -hmm. and understanding prisms. This with all these lines and points, that's what is prisms. Like a prism, which is stone or gem, facets, poly, it's all the same thing. You have to you just, it helps you to see like your, your invisible patterns. Right? That's yeah. the definition of a guru, someone that can illuminate uh, those invisible patterns and lines to be able to see those shapes and, uh, and things, right? So there's words in the stories that begins to let you see uh, thoughts. Goes, is, is, there's a whole thread, like these talking points and all that stuff, like a point, you see this line is a thread. There's these threads that starts from your thoughts and goes to your countenance. And when you understand all those words, mm -hmm. like that builds that inside you, you begin to see the infrastructure, you begin to see it on a person. You're like, oh, I see. When they're behaving like this and they're thinking like this, it produces this kind of energy. And it's not really a color, but the best way to describe it is using color or tones. There are 12 semitones mm -hmm. in music, right? Yeah. 12 semitones, right? And, and, and like like with your sharps, sharps and flats and all that stuff. If you started with the key of C, D, E, F, G, A, B, back to C. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. The eighth is the same as the first. And so there's your scale, right? Mm -hmm. And so that in music, uh, is there if that's with no sharps and flats but with sharps and flats there is there's no sharps and flats in key of c but all together is 12 semitones that's all you have right um because in there's always there's also the a, a d sharp right there's a d sharp what does this all represent? f sharp what do we... so all this is that the way the science to weight and the science and the math of the way music is made yeah. is how your, this infrastructure to your spirit is made. Okay. And so th to understand the spirit realm, it really helps to know the seven arts and sciences, which is geometry, music, astronomy, rhetoric, logic, grammar, uh, arithmetic, and music. Did I say them all? Yeah, well, you repeated music. Seven, oh, I did repeat, there's seven. Oh, there's music. Okay, there's music. Okay, then seven. Okay. So I think that's most of them. And you can Google that. That's easily, like, on the internet, uh, the seven arts and sciences. But what's not taught is in a progression model, all this stuff. Um, these, these seven admin gifts are tied to your personalities as well. Your, 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 your ruler and your exhorter will be tied to cleric. Your mercy is tied to phlegmatic and give. Mm -hmm. uh, this is this can be both, but um, you have to look at the you have to really look at the temperaments to describe these three. But um, but yeah, so I won't get into that's a whole like a deep so topic. So all this but, all this stuff you're talking about here is just uh, read people. This is your gift that you can read people. You can see okay, they look like this, this, and this. They do this. Yeah. Or as a one, they don't really believe in God that much, but they do. Okay, you have that gift. Okay, was it for? Was it for? Right. So you can birth a nation. So a uh, lot. A lot of this won't make sense unless you understand the true intent of the scriptures as a whole. Uh, the 
the whole thing was never, the true gospel was never to, well, just die and go to heaven, accept Jesus so you can die, when you die you go to heaven. So that's not the... Like, no, that's not what life is all about. Well, they would. Well, first you learn life is about like we're we're just we're on some planet spinning in space, and we don't really know who God is until you die and go to heaven. That's if you accept Jesus as your savior. You just work for a living, you know, get the family, the house, the kids, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, you want to try to be as successful as possible. And sometimes bad stuff happens to you, but sometimes good stuff happens to you. Depends. Like God might use it to teach you a lesson. You're just not sure what what's what, and this is kind of this retarded like like view on life, mm-hmm. right? And you find out the Bible com- talks about something completely different. Okay. You, you find out that we're we are in a snow globe, right? Uh, just like in um, Truman Show. You, the Bible talks about we're, we're in this snow globe. There's no such thing as space. It, on the other side of that dome mm-hmm. is heaven itself. And the throne sits on top of it. And inside it is the sun, moon. And they rotate around electromagnetic. And the stars are set in the dome, right? You find out that the whole name of the game is find out who you, find out the gospel. Jesus died for you. So when you get born again, you begin to play this game where what's on the outside of the dome, that substance is called glory. It's mm-hmm. fire. And what you find out is you have to birth it on the inside of you. So what happens is if you, if you birth that on the side of you and then everybody births that on them, mm-hmm. what happens is when they're set in the heads of the nations, all the nations come together as one with this, they got this fire on them. What happens is you unlock the, the firmament or the dome to melt. Uh, mm-hmm. You're saying the Earth is in a snow, snow globe? Yeah, so it's not round. It's not round. Well, it's round as far as a, a compass, as a f- it's like a flat round disc. So you're saying Earth is flat, right? Earth Chris, is flat. Christopher Columbus was right the whole time. Right? Uh, yeah. No, he he. Or no, he said it was round, right? Or they no? said there. Yeah, he was. He was because he because so what you find out is Christopher Columbus was um, uh, what they call like a, he he was I think. I can't say it too much. Well, I guess it could open up. So, what about satellites? <laughs> what are they? Is there satellites in space? Is no, there? There's no, no. Find me a satellite company. Someone that's like, oh, I work at a factory and we build satellites, right? Everyone needs like, we need a lot of satellites, right? So there should be factories for them. And there's nothing in the United States that makes satellites. What about like Directv? They're pointing right that that right there. Those those are that, that I'm talking about satellites like that. Yeah, but those, those are, are dishes. dishes. Those are dishes. Contacting the up uh, there, the satellite's a different thing than a dish. What's the, what is the dish grabbing information from? from okay, the satellite, so, right? No, no. So the dome, the firmament is like a dish. It light reflects and it refracts. So, the, so uh, what what a dish or a tower shoots off, like cell phone towers, is a light spectrum. We information is carried as a wave on a light wave, and a light wave shoots. So at, the TV station is shooting up and it's hitting the dome. Bouncing it back bounces to these. back off to the next tower. So we don't need satellites. As far as the ones, we need dishes, but we don't need, there's no satellite up there. It's an actual dish. So, the, the dome. Elon Musk put a car up in space. Where's the footage for that? I mean, it's streaming all day long. Is a car floating in the. In space. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, it looks well, fake, as, it looks really fake. Right. There's, the CGI is like. But um, why would they run a 24 hour 
camera to keep the brainwashing going we just made like on a car like i'm in hollywood and we just made a show on apple tv called for all mankind yeah. and it was i saw how they could fake the moon landing it's super easy with smoke and mirrors no i like, get i get how they could do that it's super easy to but do what it. is the point of faking the moon landing faking going because when people find out that they're in a snow globe yeah they find out there's a maker to the snow globe and then they start searching out god and when they start right. reading the scriptures Right. If you search out the scriptures, you find God. Like you start playing the game, it shuts down governments, and then 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 like you you have a system that's in place now that's not in place. And this is what. So what would the system become if everyone knew that there is a God? Right. It would become kingdom of God. The opposite of kingdom of God is Babylon. Babylon is 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 tyrannical, ran by governments that are like communist. It's, go, it's, a, it's a communist system and a socialist system is a, a tyrannical system that comes from the Babylonian dark arts. It's doctrines that builds uh, Lucifer's kingdom. You have to understand like this whole thing was made, the, the dome and everything, the snow globe was made because of what Lucifer did. Lucifer was an archangel that went rogue on God, rebelled, and he basically took uh, the stratagem, this whole thing, and busted up in pieces and started lying to the angels. And that's why we have the dark arts. It's basically his mindset that's here. It's a, it's a broken version of what the whole thing is. And he tried to make himself worshipped. He wanted to be God. And so he got kicked out. And he, his, his, there was darkness now. And there's a separation of light and dark. God named it night and day. He had to now quarantine it, and, and that's why he made a, 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 he, he had to make a beautiful looking prison system basically in a game. Right. And so the prison system is 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 the furnace that's in is hell. That's how this that's how the um, the whole earth is ran. The, the the firmament with the stars in it is all that's tied to the, an ice wall that's attached to the, the the pillars of the earth which inside that is the furnace and so and then the salt water is conductive of electricity and the whole thing's electromagnetic it's science i mean it's a true science that proves it but they use the the, the secret art the dark art of arithmetic in astronomy to paint, uh, they use the Fibonacci sequence and everything to paint galaxies in space and, and take away God and say you're on this spinning ball. And there's all this theory tied to it, it doesn't come back full circle. That's why they had to use theory and just say we're not smart enough to understand it when we actually all are smart enough to understand it. And so when they go into space, where are they going? They don't go in space. Um, a lot of the. I mean, you got a rocket. We're watching it. Right. Once it goes out of sight, it curves, like always Around does. Around the Earth. Not, yeah. Well, so you got this flat disc, right? You got this dome. It goes up like this, right? When you circle around the Earth, you go like this. So, but no one has gone to the to the edge. I mean, they have in the '60s. That's when they started NASA. All this is online. You, there's better teachers on that. Um, the movement we have is to mainly teach all this stuff and to play the game. Well, the game is to basically start uh, doing what Paul the Apostle did, so you can form your countenance and glow like fire, because that's called the resurrection of the dead. That's the whole point of all this. But there is movements out there like the Flat Earth Movement that we're tied to because we believe it, it's part of this final movement that's happening. This is why everything. When you get all the infrastructure of the seven, the secrets that's on the seven levels, yeah. 
that flat earth makes sense. Flat earth by itself sounds retarded until you understand the real story of everything. No, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people wondering right now, like, uh, flat earth, I'm, I'm, out, I'm out of this video right now. Right. So how are you going to convince people that earth is flat <laughs> and by understanding this, is, is that what you're saying? Well, there's three things I got to convince the world of. <laughs> it's very hard. They're on the higher levels. Um, the highest level, the secrets on the highest levels is flat earth, okay. is, is the return, what they call the return of the Nephilim, mm -hmm. which are giants. That's the seed of Satan. That's is his half-breeds, that's half-angels, half-man. Mm -hmm. That's where demons come from. They want their bodies back, and that's tied to cloning and artificial intelligence. And the last thing was about the Holocaust. Um, the Holocaust and what happened in World War I, World War II. And it's tied to uh, money changing and banking. Uh, those three things are the hardest things to uh, tell people about because it completely changes your paradigm. Um, Holocaust. Right. Jews were... Or they were six million died, right? Well, that's what they say, but uh, they're they're trying to take it off the internet that that the Holocaust was a hoax in a sense of. So you're saying it never happened? They said, well, there was concentration camps, and there was. Uh, I mean, I went to Auschwitz. I saw it all. Right, but we also know the Jews rule Hollywood, and they, they're geniuses at setting up sets. Right, you know, I mean, look, I mean, everyone knows 9-11, 9-11 was a set, you know, I mean, uh, it's a false flag. All false flags are uh, I mean, acting. the buildings came down. Right. They, they, people did die. Yeah, pe they don't care. They, well, I know they There will be care. casualties in, 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 a, in a false flag, why which would, is a set. Why would the Holocaust be? I mean, people did die. Yes. Right. Yeah, we shouldn't, because the whole true story of the Holocaust was that Hitler was trying to kick out the Jews who were the bankers because they were starving their people to death. It's what's happening in our nation now. The, the, the bankers, like, okay, so like Rothschild. Mm -hmm. Rothschild is a Jewish banker. George Soros, Jewish, Jewish, German Jew, right? These are, these are the Jews that uh, were, come from where the Pharisees and Sadducees, which were Jews, they were sects. They were sects in the Jewish nation that, that, that learned the Babylonian dark arts. Mm -hmm. They rejected Jesus, who was their Messiah, and they started building what they thought was going to be Zion. There were zealots and Zionists, and they were trying to build Zion, but through the Babylonian dark arts. But if you use the Babylonian dark arts to build Zion, you're not building Zion, you're building Babylon. Because they were thieves and robbers, because yeah. that's what it does. The dark arts robs you and, and oppresses you and brings... Uh, tyranny, and but they're deceived in thinking that this is the right way to uh, bring a one-world system, which Zion will be the capital of the world because Zion is the kingdom of God. Which where's, the, where's Zion? Zion is Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Yeah, Jerusalem will be the capital of the world in which the Messiah Jesus will return, but he left in, in the sense that he ascended to become a high priest and he sent his Holy Spirit and that's, and he's trying to, Jesus is reproducing himself. That's so through uh, us. Through us. So he's creating an army right now. Okay. So let me ask you this: We never existed before now, correct? No. We don't have like our spirits are in heaven right now. I'm like, oh, I might come to Earth this year, you know? And I, no, no, you're no. born, and here you are. No, no, no. So no. God wants more people because it's Him spreading His. Yeah, that was originally what Lucifer was doing, was spreading out God's. You have to understand, God is. He stretches himself out through reproducing himself, and he made angels to cover them, and that's what protect them. No, well, not just protect, but cover them with stones. 
he, God was giving his knowledge in seven levels through Lucifer to put on to cover the angels. Why did Lucifer become bad? Because he maxed out God's knowledge. He knew there was nothing else. He basically he was he knew everything God knew, and he wanted. He's like, well, why not? I just be God, is what he came to conclusion of. Did God made Lucifer correct? Right. How did he make him? Uh, the same way we're made through 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 speaking it, talking. So he just said, Lucifer, you're here. He and just, this he, guy just he, he, he creates things out of uh, himself. Everything's come, it comes out of him. Like he is a, this ball of energy, right? God and is a ball of energy. He's energy, yeah. But he, we're in his image. So right. we're, a lot of humans think, oh, well, God looks like us. So does he, does he have arms and legs? Yeah, he has all that stuff, yeah. But yeah, he's he also... He came down on Mount Sinai. And show he looks like right, but he but he created flesh and bone and blood and all that stuff because he had to create a uh, a shell yeah. to uh, house a dark spirit. Our spirits, not ours. The devil and his angels that rebelled because you can't destroy a spirit. You can only cage it, and there was no prison yet. So God made all of this yeah. to not only make a prison but also to uh, teach all the angels and us like what it means to rebel from God so we're in a prison right now I mean spirits? well this the earth is not really a prison but kind of is like it's 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 a it's more of a uh, a school right like a school of like you're training to uh, either be like Lucifer or you're gonna be like Christ it's one or the other but what couldn't God just create us up in heaven Instead of no, he us. can't. Be, well, he well, he created Lucifer up there, right? But well, he had to. He was already did that with the angels, right? So he, we were angel 2.0. So he had. We are. We are. Yeah. Humans are angels 2.0. You're right. So we're well, better than angels. Well, we're just a well, version? before the fall, we were going to be, but then the fall happened, right? Lucifer. So, Luce, Adam bowed his knee to to Lucifer, pretty much, and can, so the way Lucifer was stripped of all his stones that made him bright, mm -hmm. which was all the belief systems, yeah. which, is, which is really the presence of God on Lucifer. It's the same way Adam was stripped. Adam and Eve were not originally naked in the Garden of Eden. It just, it's a mystery that it said they were made naked, but it said God blessed them. Mm -hmm. When he blessed them, he crowned them with glory and honor, right. so you couldn't see their nakedness. Right. Okay. So they had a fiery robe and a fiery crown it wasn't something set up here, it was something that covered their whole body and that was to cover the whole earth inside the snow globe as they multiplied and no one was supposed to touch a tree of knowledge of good and evil because God had to see, are you going to choose me or are you going to choose this guy? Why would God create humans just to see if they'll pick me or evil? Is he doing a test? It's, it, well, sort of, yeah, because you have to understand that evil was here. And God had to deal with it. He, he made a system. He said, I'm going to turn it over to these guys. Man, Adam. Adam was going to basically, Jesus, when he came, he was the second Adam. When he died and was raised from the dead, he was the last Adam. So you had the first Adam and the last Adam. So Jesus, uh, Adam was going to be, in essence, almost like Jesus. He was to replace Lucifer. And so Adam was going to end up judging Lucifer just by spreading out and doing everything God said when the glory of the Lord would have covered the whole earth like the waters covered the seas yeah. it would have 
scattered the devil in his darkness because darkness was upon the face of the deep so that darkness like a smoke was going to be driven away and scattered to the edge of the earth and the only place to go down is is to hell and then when everything glowed it would melt the firmament and then heaven would everything's out here could come here again and, and then it would shrink the devil and all his people in this little cube and it would, they'd be forgotten because and that would be this that's the, why he made everything and then at the same time stretching out heaven and multiplying God continuing what he was doing before but now making a, a, a Lucifer 2.0 before he fell that's what Adam was Adam was a 2.0 of what Lucifer was before he fell but then Adam failed the test connected himself now that now it's a game now it's a game between God now now he's now Lucifer's building his army now Lucifer's trying to take his army and get up there this is why they're building the rockets the whole Nephilim returning in the Tower of Babel the tower was to reach up to heaven so they can crawl out and stand on the sea of glass the sea of glass is the dome if he can get one person up there then then he makes God a liar because he said I will exalt my throne and I will sit on the congregation of the north and the sides of the north basically I'm going to get on the top of the dome it's 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 capture the flag and, and take it to the mountain so you're saying God's playing a game we're playing a game this is what this whole thing of life is about we're in a game between uh, God and Lucifer Lucifer's trying to get to the top of the firmament that's why they're making CERN CERN is to crack the firmaments the hedron collider and all this stuff so they can crack the firmament so he can climb out and then stand on the sea of glass and if he does that that's why all the world powers are, are working together brainwashed by him and his devils because that's what the cloning is they're thinking oh we're going to evolve and, but guy know. could guy could come down to earth couldn't he yeah but he would because God's a fire from the loins up and a fire from the loins down mm -hmm. if he shows up in front of you in your fallen state he's a consuming fire and you're going to you know your body will drop dead and then your spirit and soul depending on what it is if it's still in the nature of Lucifer you're going to be scattered until you get down to where you're supposed to go to hell if you're born again and you're of the nature of light he has to now carry you up there where he is and that's and that's why the angels have so you're saying the reason why God is is not walking around earth is because you would because he would you would die you would die right so he come he makes you glow one through seven when you're day seven you, your face glows like fire so, and then you you leave like Enoch left Enoch walked with God and he was not that's what that's what happens that's what happened with Paul Paul wrote the New Testament how to do all this that's what the that's what the, the Jews changed they, the Pharisees and Sadducees rebranded as Jesuits, infiltrated the Catholic Church, and changed everything. That's what the Protestant Reformation was to bring us back to all the original doctrines. You know, what was God's initial intent for us? Was to uh, to spread his seed. spread his his throne, his kingdom, and it was create a wheel. We love him because he first loved us and makes this beautiful water cycle and, and our praise goes up and his, his presence comes down. What is the whole point? Is he because he's alone up there? No, it's to stretch himself out. It's how he makes himself bigger and he's a creator. It's just to expand. Is and there other worlds like us? I believe so on the other side of the dome, yeah, but not with flesh. I think uh, uh, there will be because as, as you get your... your your crown or your halo, what they call your your day seven, yeah. you're taken up there and you start to create and to make worlds like he does. And so in essence, 
the model of space sorta is kind of true. Yeah. I believe that's kind of what it looks like on the outside of Fibonacci grapevine, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but I've not been there. I've only got the infrastructure of what we got to play here. So there's no aliens. Not in the way that we've been. There is the way we think there. The aliens are, come. There is, but they're, they're, they're we call Nephilim. When they, I would think there'd be like demons. They're demons with bodies. Yeah, they're they're, make, they're getting us through pyramid schemes, through money changing, to uh, put all this research into stem cell research, cloning, artificial intelligence, and they're building their bodies. And it's kind of like Terminator, right? They're trying to get their 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 their, their robots and, and bodies back so they can give them understand this was already, this already happened when this and at the Tower of Babel they said let us create a city and a tower and let us make us a name lest we be scattered because so when they made themselves a name they were becoming hybrids so that's where your your like your satyrs and your centaurs and your uh, minotaurs and all your half breeds all that Greek mythology all that stuff was true. These people like were half horse and half man and having sex with creatures and multiplying and because it wasn't God's original algorithm. They were making their own algorithm and their own name and they're going to take that abomination and stand on the sea of glass. That's all they got to do is get one. And that's what Nimrod did. Nimrod was the first world ruler. He had this elongated skull and uh, he was like really tall. This is the Egyptian type. Yeah, the, the, all, all that Egyptian crap stuff, the Egyptian gods and all that, come from Babylon. That's why all the pagan, where all the pagan religions came from, was because they were, they were becoming gods. They were, beco- they, they were worshipped as gods, and so I mean, like Nimrod. I mean, that was where all the phallic symbols came from. Nimrod had, you know, his junk went down to his knees, and he was worshipped as, you know, as a god. And he was homosexual, and 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 also had sex with women too. But he was he was a mighty hunter, and now they're trying to get him his body back. They're they're trying to get his body back. They're, they found his bones and DNA, and they're building his body. And it's prophesied that he will return. He is the Antichrist. And that's what all this is for: is to bring Babel back. Okay, so they're trying to bring Babel back. Right. Is it going to happen in our lifetime? Yes. When do you feel like? What is the tr- What is the turning point that we're like? Uh oh, this happened in world in the world events. Well, we're in a. So you have to understand times to understand how to see the end from the beginning. You'll not know the day or the hour, right? But you can know the seasons, the times and the seasons. And we're, uh, there's a scale for that, and that was that scale is in the Book of Revelation, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. There's there's seven scales. There's seven seals, seven vials, seven trumpets. Those three you can see where Babylon is in its progressional model and how close we are to it. Then there's seven trumpets, I'm sorry, seven thunders, seven th- stars, seven lamps, and uh, seven candlesticks. Those are the growth of the church and the, the saints and the angels helping that process to judge and combat the Babylonian time that's coming or the evil time they call the Great Tribulation Mm -hmm. Um, uh, it was changed to a timeline instead of a scale so that way we'd always wait till Jesus come back rescued us and then we just let the world build Babylon until it would just kill us off that was the devil's plan but really we got to build our army and get our our halo and our wings build your armor because this it's already it's here it's underground and they're about to appear and this is the movement this is the last movement that we're in and people need to start playing the game which is paul's pattern this is the beginning of the end 
and so it was all going to start in California. It's going to start right here in Costa Mesa. It was uh, one of my dreams about moving to California was that it was going to be in Costa Mesa, and we're, here we are today talking about it. It's the first time this is on camera. Uh, revealed it's been underground so once this gets out it's all starting right here right now where people are going to be like okay what is this and they're going to start to need to see it and how to play it okay but a lot of people are going to be like this is all a bunch of hogwash whatever mm -hmm. how can you what can they read or what can they look up to figure out hey this guy's telling the truth the bible like you have yeah, to, is there a t but particular there's, chapter or is there i mean you have to read the whole thing it's in puzzle pieces this is why the old testament you're talking about. the whole entire thing the entire thing new testament is just a old testament revealed right the old testament is the all is does everyone wrote the new testament based upon the old testament the book of revelation jesus christ which is a big picture of the entire thing yeah they wouldn't, couldn't have been written unless they knew the Old Testament. The book of Job is the oldest book in the world. It's A lot of these teachings are in Job. Uh, and then, for, for some of you, it's uh, you probably think it's Job. But yeah, Job, right? Same spot. <laughs> but yeah, so it, uh, uh, everything's in there. But this is a, a big picture. So why uh, Hollywood? Like why... Because uh, they're the most influential, right? Hollywood is right now, in its progressional model, Hollywood is the voice of the false prophet. Um, there's two horns on... The false prophet is has two horns like a lamb and speaks as a dragon. Where it sounds good, it sells like life, uh, liberty, peace, justice, like social justice warriors and all that stuff. Yeah. It's all birthed out of Hollywood right now. The Babylonian dark arts is the doctrines that makes... The false prophet. The false prophet is a voice of a mainstream media and a, a mainstream voice that comes out of a particular region. And in our case, in our time right now, it's in Hollywood in our nation. And it, it was ran by the Jews that rejected Jesus. Um, and uh, a lot of people say, well, that's anti-Semitic. Well, no. Jesus was of the tribe of, of Judah, which he's a Jew, and he was come from the lineage of Shem. So if you're anti-Christ, you are anti-Semitic. To, to, to give the Jews an excuse to say it's okay, they, they don't need Jesus and stuff, and let them continue their bad behavior yeah. is being anti-Semitic. So calling them out isn't being anti-Semitic. Calling them out is being pro-Israel. And, and so, and that hasn't happened because we've let people get away with bad behavior, and also they're so good at scapegoating and rebranding that because they train proselytes that we end up blaming the the movements that they create you know versus the puppet masters so we, i mean we're all born flawed we're all born with sin we're all bad people correct right we all are jesus came on this earth because he knew we were all going to be bad right and that's so he's he, for the jew and the gentile for the nations and for the jews he's for everyone just just the devil so happens to be using a certain sect of the jews right now like he was before right and in the gospels he used the pharisees and sadducees he's using the same tactics artist seduction artist separation um and uh it's all in my videos on my channel and everything i break it down to detail but in essence you know, this is this is why Hollywood right now, um, the deep state is the trainees of deep state is a real thing, right? The deep state is a real thing. Those are that's Illuminati. Illuminati is a rebrand of 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 Freemasonry and and Jesuits, which was Pharisees and Sadducees, mm -hmm. which is they were trained in the Babylonian system when the Jews got conquered by Babylon. 
So there's a whole thread, and it's where it is today in our nation, our generation. And so the 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 money changers, uh, when Jesus flipped over to money changer tables, said, "You turn my father's house, which is called a house of prayer, into a den of thieves." Mm-hmm. The money changers is the Federal Reserve, and so why we and so right now, um, the church is uh, is the Patriots, is the New Republic, is the New Alliance, is Q. Q is the movement is that's connected to the NSA is connected to Trump that's in the in the in the government right now. Mm-hmm. The government is trying to purge our nation of the Illuminati in that branch in that sphere of influence. So that's phase one. It's Q. A lot of people are like, who's Q? Is it your person? Who is it? It's the NSA. It's the NSA. So it's a group of them. Yeah, so the army, the military, the military that knew what was going on from the elites. And they're feeding the information out of 8chan or 4chan. Right, and they're feeding all of us, yeah. And then we're supposed to depict the information and go on a rabbit hunt and figure right. it out? But Q, why, P, why? well, because cause, uh, they can't reveal everything right now because, like, if people knew Trump was a flat earther, they would, they would, he would lose his voters because people think that's too much for people. They would stop everything. You have to, un- you can't wake people up too fast. Trump, Trump got mocked in Hollywood when he was talking about the the moon landing hoax and stuff. And they, and Obama was like, you know, what about Tupac and Biggie? Ha ha ha! Like he was mocking them about all this Illuminati stuff and, and like it's a big joke but they know people know um, it's just it's to bridge too far for most people because you got to build the bridge and people like to go back to sleep you know because it's it's they're afraid of being mocked right right but it's the truth it's the fullness of all red pill and, and so what they're trying to do is as soon as they kick out the money changers there's a brand new dollar coming out and it's, a, it's called a global currency reset and all that's on my channel too. Uh, the global currency reset is sending. They want to get rid of the dollar. You're saying? Yeah, there's a new. There's wealth coming because to preach the gospel, you need to be free of the system because you can't be working to help build Babylon under your 40-hour work weeks because you have all these taxes and monthly bills, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a wealth ex- transfer coming up. Like when Israel got free from Egypt, the, all the wealth of the silver and gold of the Egyptians went to in the hands of the Israelites. And then they passed through the Red Sea and went into the wilderness. What's happening now is people are waking up. They're in the wilderness. A lot of people have already uh, gotten out of the Babylonian system. That's like people like me and my brothers and people in our group here. We're, we're, we uh, don't work for... Babylon, we're not imprisoned by monthly bills and everything like that, right? Mm-hmm. But we're also tied to uh, our inheritance. But we have to prove ourselves. Right now, we're passing tests in the wilderness. You're going to be tested in the wilderness to see if if you're worthy of the inheritance. I'm going to be tested for what? How am I going to be tested? Uh, same way Paul was tested. You're going to go through affliction and persecution. You're going to go through temptation and tribulation. Those things come for the word's sake. Wait, what was the first one? Temptation. Okay, well, well, tribulation. What's going to be tempting me? The devil, you're saying? Right. You have to be see if you're going to obey God or, or you're going to give into your flesh. You're going to, God wants to. You have to. That's how you build your crown. Like just like the command. That's first when you get born again. The Ten Commandments are written on your heart. But now you're going to now be going through a trial and a test to see: Are you going to obey now the commands that's on your heart, or are you going to walk after the dictates of your flesh? Like so, you have to now. But even if I was, even if I had the Ten Commandments on my heart, just, as a human, we're still flawed. We're still gonna. No, that you you just it passes away as you grow in Christ. Okay. You, so you're saying you eventually you, you bind won't up lust, the lust. You won't. Right. You bind up the breaches. 
The reason why you lust is because you're, you have breaches in your system, breaks in your walls. Yeah, I, I, I have a horrible <laughs> problem with that. Yeah. I mean, that is, it's a thing like, you know, I mean, I'm married, but, you know, I, I'll be, I'm also a guy, too. And if I see a girl, I'm like, oh, man, well, I can't look at that. Right. So I don't temptation goes away the more. But I don't if, really care for right, the girl. Right. If, if, what, here's what happens is people aren't experiencing the presence of God. When you, you draw near to God, the best time you experience His presence is right after a test. Because you're going to, it's like when Jesus went to the wilderness to be tested of the devil. Then at the end, He came out in the power of the Holy Spirit. You got to go through tests. So am I failing if I look at that girl? Yeah. But I don't, I'm not, I don't want to date her. I don't want anything to do with her. I just have, okay, she's got, you know, the big butts are the thing of thing right now. And, I, you know, I just, I just think it's fascinating with these girls that are they're changing themselves by surgery. And I just think it's, you know, I watch Botch right. a lot and, and reality shows because my wife didn't do all that. But, and then, you know, just watching these women change themselves, uh, you know, Right. There's a way to look surgery. at it, though. Like when you I'm develop, just fascinated by it. When you do, because kind of like you never look at the world the same again. Like if God shows up and you're like, and you could see Him and live. That's what I want. After that happens, you're never gonna look at everything the same. It's kind of like when you really you wake up that you're in a snow globe. You can't look at anything else the same anymore. You're like, you know, when you get all the doctrines yeah. and you start playing it. You start passing the test, God shows up more and more and more. That's what makes it real. So what are you saying I need to do to get that vision from God? You got you to draw the, near. You should got, I study the Old you, Testament? Yeah, you study the whole thing. You want, And then do, it says, the Bible has promises that if you do this, this, and this, He will do this, this, and this. And But most of the time people don't do their part. They just wait for God to do something for them. And, and they don't when they don't do their part, he he stays away from them because they're staying away from him. But when you draw near to God, he draws near to you, and it becomes more real because he shows up. And then you get encounters, visions, revelations. You get angels visit you. Everything. So if I die today, am I going to heaven? If you're in Christ, yeah. But you miss the boat in the sense of like you don't want to lose your body because as soon as you die, you're going to be carried by an angel that has wings. Uh, to get out of here and then they may drop you off to learn More. on the other side yeah you learn on the other side what you missed and you got to, you, to help minister you get to but you have to be carried everywhere like a baby because you need your vocals you need your voice that comes from the voice box that's in your body so I gotta go to school after I die is what you're saying you, yeah you really can go to school here you, you need to go to school here that's what the apostle prophet pastor evangelist teachers for like you want yeah, but you're talking about something that the church is not talking about I know this is way beyond the church this is just when you go to church it's just like you know forgive forgive my sins and uh, you still you know, look like a the world person but they say that you can't really be a good person because we're all sinners you and can't they say you can't but the Bible says you can it's it's when God writes the laws on your heart it's the pressure that people don't like to take they don't like to go through the pressure of crucifying the flesh. It's when you love not your life and you crucify their flesh and that you lay down your life that you begin to, to so you bear about in your body the dying of the Lord Jesus, mm -hmm. that the life of Jesus might be made manifest in your mortal flesh. And that's in uh, uh, Corinthians. So Muslims, Hindus, uh, Catholics, they're all on the wrong path. Well, you have to show, they have to need, they need, see, well, they would be easy converts if they just saw the presence of God on the face of the believer. Right. But if they did see presence of God, they would die. 
Well, not in fullness. You can begin to see it at a day five. If they're learning this, but they're not learning this, they're worshiping Allah, who's Allah? Well, that's why you gotta have people in the body of Christ playing the game and, and, and seeing results, and then they see the results on that person. Who's Allah? Well, that, see, you understand, well, the, the, the Quran was written actually by uh, a rabbi that was taken prisoner. Yeah. So it was actually made by a Jew. Because they, because the, the Arabs wanted a you're saying holy a, book. You're saying a Jew wrote the Quran, right? Yeah, it, they, they, they was he. I learned this off of Victor Mordecai. I think if he's still up, this was years ago. Victor Mordecai, dot uh, com, I think it was. But uh, he basically said that yeah, they captured a. a, a uh, they wanted a holy book written for them, yeah. so they had a Jew write it for them, and it's just, it's just it basically used some of the dark arts in it, and it's no different than the Babylonian Talmud. It's Sharia law. Right, yeah, but it was used to go after the Christians, is what it was for. It was, it's a brainwashing thing. What is their, uh, what was the whole intent of hiding the whole woman, like covering them up? I mean, that's kind of like... Is that a well? It's to, to oppress women and stuff. You okay, know? oppress women uh, is is to uh, basically. So men don't lust. Well, it, there's a thing about helping, but the thing is, it, you're trying to do it on the strength of the flesh. When if you're if you begin to uh, brighten your countenance, the more it's all about knowing God. The more you know God, the less you're going to lust because you. This is why there's. I understand that now. This is why there's at fullness there is no marriage. There is no. Uh, you're when you're counted worthy of the resurrection meaning you get to keep your body because you've been playing the game yeah then there is no marriage because like uh, you're not thinking about sex if god shows up in fullness you that's the furthest thing in your mind and we've experienced those things where you can conquer the those those desires and those mindsets by seeing something a greater image wait are you saying sex is a bad thing it's not a bad thing it was made for reproduction but sex has to has to end because um the birthing and death process is tied to Adam yeah. in order to uh, to seal up the devil in the pit you have to stop the birthing process because anyone that's born is going to have the same nature as Adam so the first Adam has to end so birthing has to stop so it's a hard thing to see into but if you meditate on it you'll see it uh, you have to see that when everyone's in Christ and, and birth st birthing process stops because sex stops, yeah. then you have no more multiplication of the original fall. So like, is it true that the, the Muslims of the silent war of <clears throat> them re reproducing, reproducing so they can take over the world, is that a true thing? Is that a true theory? Well, I, Muslims are trying to take over the world in the sense of, because the four entities are trying to take over the world is Jews, Christians, Muslims, and pagans. But you have to understand, the pagans are birthed out of the gods, which is the fallen angels. Muslims was birthed out of what the Jews made to go after the Christians, and the Jews don't believe the Christians are the, is, is the real deal. So, <laughs> so they're all trying to take over the world because it all because this Lucifer has to take over the world. He's got to stop these guys from taking over the world. These ones make these ones believe that this one hasn't come to take over the world. <laughs> See? Yeah. So that's why all four. Do you, what age did Jesus die? Do you know? 33. 33. So do you feel like 2033 is when he'll come back? Um, I, no, I don't think. So number one, I don't think the, the second coming of Christ is tied to a calendar. The second coming of Christ, there's an inter... I mean, a big anniversary, 2033. Right. Uh, do you think anything is going to be happening by then? Well, because here's the thing. Nothing, spiritual dynamics isn't contingent. Whether you think the earth is round or flat, 
if you believe the, the, the world turns, spiritual dynamics are not contingent upon the earth rotating. And if you believe it's flat and there's sun, moon, stars rotating, uh, spiritual growth and spiritual prophecies aren't dictate uh, from the sun going up, sun going down. Right. It's birthed by words and actions and getting in place. Let's explain a flat earth and round earth. The reason why, the scientists say that the earth is spinning and the whole universe is spinning and we're all moving, correct? Is that the right. scientists? Right, for round we're traveling through space, right? So if all this is moving at the same time, we would see, wouldn't we see different stars if that was true? Yeah, I mean, things would well, move. no, because the North Star would just keep following us all the way around. So I don't, it's kind of weird that we're spinning ball and it's moving through space and we're not running into anything. Right. Which why I feel like the flat earth thing sounds more of a human made a, a game board and he's just playing this. You know what I mean? Right. The round earth. So you have to know the secret art of astronomy. There's a Babylonian dark so earth. So how do I learn that? It, well, Is that it, in the Old Testament? Yeah, it's, it all, everything comes out of the, the scriptures. Once you get your day two lines and points, you yeah. start getting infrastructure, right? How, how about this? Is there a scripture in the Bible right now that you could read and then just briefly just siphon it and understand what that means? Is there anything that you can do? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, depends on what topic you're looking for. Let's go to uh, something where the secret arts are. Where someone would start reading the secret arts and say, oh, okay. Is oh, there something brief? Yeah, my favorite scripture is about times. Um, the root to times is in Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes was written by uh, Solomon. Mm -hmm. And Solomon was the wisest in all the earth. Um, the, I say Ecclesiastes. Now your Bible is pretty marked up, huh? Yeah, so I never, because there's so much revelation that I was getting. Yeah. that I want to make sure I didn't lose anything. What's, what's wrong with me? When I read this stuff, it doesn't mean anything to me. Because, okay, because, okay, so... Not understanding it. When, so at day two, yeah. not only do you get infrastructure, you also pray in tongues. It says that he that speaks, speaks in an unknown tongue yeah. speaks mysteries in the spirit. So a lot of stuff that I birthed was through tongues. I'd pray in tongues for eight hours a day, and I would get filled up with this energy that would illuminate my mind. To and understand it. To understand this. This, is, this has happened. I was at a rally, a Trump rally, uh -huh. and there was a pastor there. And he went up to somebody, and he says, I feel the Holy Spirit in you. And then he, all of a sudden he started talking tongue. He started grabbing his, pushing onto his stomach. Everyone was touching, you know, and he was just, and he started going like, you know, kind of bonkers. Right. He started crying. He was spitting everywhere. He was talking in tongues. And he's telling this kid that he's filled up with the Holy Spirit. And then the guy, and I was watching the guy that was getting filled with the Holy Spirit. He felt like he was just going along with it. You know, like, right. this is awkward, you know. Right. Why did he say, why did he do that, do you think? Well, some people try to make something happen. That's um, what I felt like. Is he trying to do... Well, tongues, well, saying is he trying to get a following? What right, I don't know. To? Tongues builds you up. It edifies you. What it does is it changes your state of mind, but what changes someone else is prophecy. Prophecy is more powerful than tongues. So what was he saying that he saw the, the Holy Spirit in this kid? Um, he, he may have, 
he's he may have real gifts, but be, he's it's kind of like giving um, a computer to someone that, that doesn't know what they're doing yet, that hasn't learned the program. Yeah, uh, and that's where most of the churches they don't know how to operate the gifts very well yet, and so the, he may be using uh, his personal devotional tongue as a, an admin gift, which yeah. there is an admin gift. Not everyone has that. Yeah, uh, where tongues is used to speak to people. Uh, to them yeah. versus your prayer tongue to, to God. That's not everyone has that. Not everyone has the, the admin gift of speaking in tongues. Because I had the whole video of that. Yeah. Of him giving the Holy Spirit to this guy. I'm going to upload that soon. But it was really, it was, to me, it was very like, is this guy trying to, what is he trying to do? Yeah, well, see, prophecy is more powerful in that, see, prophecy is all about tongues is so you can birth something new. You know, and, and also to communicate with someone you can't connect with because of the separation of tongues from Babel. So was there something wrong with this person? Uh, which person? The guy to tongues? The guy or? that gave the Holy Spirit. No, he's just, he's just unskilled. So he so, was helping him see God more? Or? He was trying to, I think he's, but he's doing... He some, said he saw the, he feels the Holy Spirit in you. That's what he was doing to this kid. So what was going on if he feels the Holy Spirit in him? Well, did the kid really have God the Holy Spirit? God is choosing him? Well, I mean, I don't know. I'd have to see what's going on, but uh, I'll, I'll send you the. Video. I'll show you. The video. I, I think he doesn't know how to build and doesn't know because building has to do with conversion, and conversion has to do with hearing and seeing, and hearing and seeing has to do with seeing seeing into the spirit realm to know that there's God and something that there's more, right? And yeah. then and then operating on that new level, right? And yeah. it seems like he's just trying to make this guy feel something and you only feel something when you can see it for yourself and that only happens through teaching preaching and prophecy right speaking in tongues and saying trying to make something feel something it's not going to happen you need this it's it, they'll fall on their face and worship god if you just tell them what's in their heart and you can read thoughts on them without them even telling you that's strong that's you can use the gift of word of knowledge, word of wisdom, discerning of spirits. That's so. Okay, say if it was all real. So God was taking over this pastor, saying this guy has. We're going to give him the Holy Spirit. Is that what he's telling him? Like, is he sensing? Okay. Well, the person has to be open to receive too. Well, he. I guess he was, but he did feel. He looked like he was awkward. He felt like he was like, what's going on? This guy's grabbing my stomach. He's shaking him, and another guy's touching him, and you know they're all. It was really uh, bizarre. Right. But interesting if it's true. Right. It also felt like to me it was like, is this guy showing off? He is might be. That see when you when you do things with everything has to do with attention and eyes on you or eyes on God. How bad would it be if this his intentions are? If his intentions are to be seen, there's a, it closes a door for the for a transfer because the Holy Spirit transfers like electricity. Like an, it, he needs a like a conductor, and that conductor is always dependent upon where you're looking, where your attention is. If your attention is on yourself and want to be seen of men, you you kind of break that connection. Because he's like, get this on camera. You want to see this? I'm like, okay. So I turn on the camera and I just started, you know, rolling. <laughs> you know, yeah, but crazy. earlier today or earlier during the rally, he was like, he, it looked like he was healing people. Uh, I like to see that because yeah. he's got to be living a pretty high standard. To reach holiness, holiness happens, or healing happens at a five on a one to seven. 
this happens around five and six. So I, I mean, I'm wondering uh, if he's really living a good life. I will see it. Maybe he. I mean, I think a lot of people have good intentions. They want something to happen, but they're, they're trying to force something it's when it's not there. It felt like it was forced. Right. That's why I was like, why is my gut telling me this seems a little. Right. No. Am I being a jerk? For so we. Feeling so like that? me and my friend here, we were in Santa Monica, and there was a guy demon possessed out of his mind. Yeah. And uh, he, in so much that he was taking, took his shirt off, pounding on his chest. And he was yeah. a muscular guy, and he was tall, and and he was just freaking people out. And there were like people there on tours there with their families and stuff, avoiding them. Yeah. I'm like, oh, here's a great opportunity for me to prove the word. Like. Right. Like. I'm like, Lord, let's cast the devil out of this guy. And so, because I'm at a four, going, I'm hitting five. Yeah. I started just seeing in my head, like, my, my, I, you start hitting the gift of faith when you start hitting five. I just started feeling uh, my whole body light up, and I started getting goosebumps all over my whole entire body. Yeah. And this adrenaline. Cause, uh, so I was going to say, in the name of Jesus, right? But then as I got closer to him, he was talking in this different language. And it's like, oh, oh, he's speaking. Okay, I'm just going to speak. I'm going to use the ministry gift of tongues and just talk to him. And so the Holy Spirit came on me, and I looked at him, and I started talking to him in this unknown tongue. And <clears throat> what happened was he, he, all of a sudden, he was like, blah, 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 blah. And all of a sudden, he kind of glazes over and looks at me. And all of a sudden, he gets in his right mind. And, uh, <coughs> excuse me, he gets in his right mind. And he uh, almost realizes where he's at and bends over, picks up his bicycle and gets on it and starts talking below his breath and almost pedaling away in shame. And then there was about at least 50, 60 people there saw the whole thing. And they're like... Is there a video of this or no? No, we didn't, but he's my witness. I mean, he was there. He saw the whole thing. Now, let me ask you this. Personally, I, I think I told you this before, but I'll tell you, I'll tell you for this. When I'm like out and about and I see someone that's limping or someone that's talking crazy or someone is, it looks like they're in pain, I get this inclination of, or this feeling of like, go over there and touch them and just pray for them real quick and heal them real quick. I get this feeling, but I never act on it because I don't know. Well, maybe it's just like a. I mean, not to sound. I mean, it seems it, to me it's like why am I getting that feeling? Well, because there's something in you that, that believes that you should be doing that because you've heard it, right? But you, you can't. I just feel awful for the person. I feel like he. Right, but the power of God has to be present, and the power of God's only is birthed. It's in a progressional model. You have to be at. You have to have all your foundation. The first four levels, you get your foundation of how things work. When you understand the spirit realm and how it works, and there's a, and you're playing the game of holiness, mm -hmm. like you're denying temptation, and you're you're going through a furnace of affliction where you're you're refined and, and purified, and and you're dr the dross of the silk, the dross of, is you know purified and burned off you, right? You yeah. you start to become more pure. In that purity is power, and most people aren't living that standard, and so they don't have the confidence, and because faith. B breeds confidence where you just know you know you know before you do it because you're you're so in I'm that state of mind confidence. well the confidence comes from obedience so obedience and faith is when you pass enough tests and you get more of the presence of god on you and you that it illuminates your mind in that illumination is faith 
faith isn't just mentally agreeing to something. Yeah. It's where you see the spirit realm on the inside of you. It's not blind faith, like, oh, we just got to believe. No, you can't just make force yourself to believe in something you don't see. You see it on the inside in your imagination first, then you act on what's on the inside of you because you can see into the unseen realm, the spirit realm. You, you take what's unseen, which is eternal, you bring it into the the natural, which is the temporal, and you can now change it. So I, I shouldn't act on it, is what you're saying? Not until you, you've gotten all your foundation. Once you get your foundation and you've had enough encounters with God, and you can actually feel the Holy Spirit rest on you 24 hours a day, you, you, it's not happening. The church can get there, but it's it's, it's like you got to eat right, you got to live right, you got to, you know, you got to feed yourself with this. And it, all, the, all the answers of how to do that is in here. Mm -hmm. The infrastructure to how it works is in here. Um, but it's, it's hidden in the stories. It's in puzzle pieces. And so what we've done in, in, in this movement is made a progressional model of teaching people how to like get there and, and how to see it. I've actually uh, wrote the thread of how, how he trained me. And so um, one of the scriptures I'll start with is is in Ecclesiastes. Yeah. It's eight six. It says, Because to every purpose, to every purpose, there is time and judgment. Right? That's what that says there. It goes on to say more, but us all say because I want to flip to um, Isaiah fourteen. So you gotta read something and then try to break it down? Yeah, I'm gonna break it down real quick because uh, Isaiah 14 and verse 24 the Lord of hosts has sworn saying surely as I have thought so it shall come to pass as I have purposed so it shall stand verse 26 says this is the purpose that is purposed upon the whole earth and this is the hand that is stretched out upon all the nations so you find out the way they talk where it's written he says, this is the purpose, as purpose upon the Lord, this is the hand. A purpose is a hand, right? Mm -hmm. He says, surely as I have thought, so shall it shall come to pass. As I have purposed, so it shall stand. So your thoughts is what you purposed. Therefore, since purpose is hand, therefore thoughts is your hand. So, to every, and then Ecclesiastes says, to every purpose there is times and judgment, right? So that means times and judgment works by your thoughts or your hand. Mm -hmm. So if I said, uh, I'm not going to show you my hand, right? Or I see their hand. You see their thoughts, right? You see what they've purposed. And it says what they've purposed is their in thoughts and intents of the heart. And in Hebrews, Hebrews says, chapter... Uh, 4.12 says, For the word of God is alive and powerful, it says quick and powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of the soul and spirit, of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents, or the purposes of the heart. So this will let you see someone's thoughts, mm -hmm. someone's intents, what they purposed, to do in their heart, either good or evil, and they'll let you see their hand, right? And then 
those things, since to every purpose there's times and judgment, and says, this is the thought that will come to pass, that shall come to pass. To make something come to pass is times. Your time, if you want something to come to pass, you have to know how times work. And it says, when you know that, it says, you'll know what shall be. So if you know someone's thoughts and you can see their hand, you'll know what shall be. Meaning you'll know what they're going to do before they do it because you can see their thoughts. And there's other threads in here that allows you to see the thoughts ends up going into the light of their countenance. So when you begin to see the infrastructure, everything's opened to you because you now see the infrastructure of thoughts on a person before they even acted out. And I've said this to, there was a manager of a dance studio, he goes, well, sounds like you're judging me before I even do it. I said, precisely, because you will do it. Because it's already in your heart to do it. It's just a matter of time. Well, if you tell me, does that mean I'm not going to do it? I said, you may be on your best behavior, but in the right circumstance, as long as that seed's in your heart, that thought is there, because the frame is there, yeah. you're going to do it. So it's like, well, that sounds kind of judgmental. It's like, no, how do you think God judges us? Like, it says that, it says in Proverbs, or I'm sorry, is it Proverbs 16? Let me flip to it. Yeah, Proverbs 16 says, uh, verse 2, All the ways of man are clean in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the spirits. He weighs us. How does the Lord weigh the spirits? He gives you scales, like a balance. He, you weigh things. Yeah. That's what this is. You learn how to get the scales, and you learn how to read the... But scales works by frames. You learn how to... The frames, a thought is a frame of mind yeah. by a thought. And you be, that's in, it writes itself on your heart. So you can see what's written on your heart as a thought. And it will project in your countenance. And then you can weigh the spirit. You can be like, oh, that person's got a dark countenance. And you begin to divide it like music tones and colors like we had written down. Um, and you, you can begin to read all that. We teach all that, how to read. So you can see when someone's like, a feminist, right? I can see when someone's like a fifth wave feminist, which is social justice warrior, but social justice warriors is, those social policies is birthed by the Babylonian dark arts. Feminism's not a good thing. It preaches peace, but destroys them. Destroys them, destroys others. And we can read on when a person has that, right? right? And so we try to uh, be able to tear that down. It's called take down versus set up. We want to tear it down and break it down, those policies inside them, mm -hmm. and, learn, and, and, and set up new policies or new stones, new thoughts that you put inside them, and you change their countenance. That's what all this is for. That's what a builder does. It's what Jeremiah did. Jeremiah plucked up and, and tore down and overthrow to build and to plant. And that's what an apostle does. Apostle is a wise master builder on how to change the eyes of someone's understanding how to change their frames of mind and how to birth a kingdom on the inside of them then to, to make them glow like fire and get them to that place of power to where they can t be, go to heaven, spirit, soul, and body. So what about people that are born into this world that are gay, transgender, um, uh, birth defects, diseases, Right, there's two things. Well, there's the, the people that understand how the curse works. The curse is, there's curse and blessing. Blessing comes from the presence of God, because in the presence of God is all His names, and His name is healer, provider, protector, right? Where God's presence is lacking, it's like, it's like a river being dried up, right? 
And when you're dried up, you're going to be left to your own vices and your own desires, and you can birth things out of that. That's what you know the devil wants. That's why there's a, a pure river, water of life, and the Euphrates River. Euphrates River is is also a, a spirit too. It's a, it's a voice that comes out of the mainstream of Babylon. It's those doctrines that that builds that that uh, breed, right? right. So, um, as far as gays and you know, w w why are they gay? Uh, well, there's a couple things. Uh, uh, so, it can be cultivated, um, but also you can inherit it through because the curse goes down three, four generations. Right. So, if your parents were dabbling in certain things, also, you can, it, it, when you're in your parents' loins, right? And so when you're born, you come together, you inherit all their stuff. And the only way you get it out of you is if it's purged. Like, meaning it's got to, like, if I have a glass of Kool-Aid, I got to keep filling it with water till the, all the Kool-Aid's out. And that's like how the presence of God works. So it is possible if you're gay to not be gay. Right, you can be but redeemed it, of it. It's, it takes a pro, is it a whole process to get rid of it? I mean, there's, there's Christian gays. Right. That, well, There's pastors that had gay children. Well, I think it's a Christian like like uh, club or like a Christian like fan club or like a Christian um, like yeah like a club where if it's true Christian, it's, it's you, you're walking a standard. Uh -huh. and you have a police like they're not, I'm like that's they're obviously not reading the doctrines of what it takes to be that. Right, so um, for me, it's just it's like like when I grew up, I said I was Catholic, but you know, I said that because I just went to the Catholic Church. Was I really Catholic? You know, I mean, not really. I mean, I didn't do. I didn't know what it really was to be Catholic and all the, follow all the teachings and stuff. Right. right. So. So what is so when we die, we go to heaven or we go to our school to learn about what we're supposed to know. Do you think there's a war going on out there? Well, it's not outside of there, no. It's all inside in the snow globe. In here. here yeah. But when you're on the outside of the globe, not what's going on, you think? I mean, I mean, I don't know. I mean, all I have is just worship, you know, like praise, worship, you know, it's just, uh, it's, it's all I can see from here. I've not been out there. I've, like, um, what I've about, had- What about guardian angels? What, is that a thing? Yeah, I, I have encounters all the time. Like I just, like literally, so when the flatter thing, I first heard about it, yeah. I thought it was ridiculous. Right. But there were these scriptures in the Bible that were dark to me until I found out about it. And God went a different route and showed me the edge of the earth. Mm -hmm. Like in my dreams, he took me up to the firmament, almost hit my head on the dome. That scared me because I knew it was hot. Um, I had Enoch visit me uh, last month. Uh, he showed me the edge of the earth. I saw the ice wall and everything. Uh, in my dreams, so they can they can paint pictures in your dreams to teach you stuff. So I have encounters with angels all the time and demons. I have encounters with them. So I, I have so much experience that like I know certain things are real, but I but I haven't been on the outside of the firmament yet. Right. Um, so I only put together from what from the infrastructure I have here and you know uh, and what I see in visions and dreams and encounters. You know. Do you do you feel like? Uh do you feel like you are so clear with your visions that it's got to be true? Uh, yeah, it's like everything comes back full circle. I've been sharing people the, the full gospel, or what I call Paul's gospel, mm -hmm. you know, what he called my gospel. I've been sharing it for 
a few years now and everyone I talk to is like, well, this all makes sense. This makes everything come back full circle. Like I had so many like questions that, from going to church that just answered my questions and brought everything back full circle. Right, so and I'm like, well, it makes sense to me. Everything came back full circle for me. Why is it, how? Why isn't there not a, a huge movement on this? I mean, it is. It's just in pieces right now. Okay. Because most of the church is tied down because of, of of inflation, and so the next movement right now, the movement right now, it's happening is in the government, and they're going to purge our government. And when the new gold-backed dollar comes out, yeah. uh, the next movement is going to be birthed. Uh, it's already birthing right now, but What's, it's going to be released. Mean, what do you mean by the new currency? Yeah, the new currency is coming out. What will that? What will that look like? It's a gold-backed dollar. We're going back to the gold standard, uh, and then uh, there is going to be abundance of wealth. It's going to come to the nation, so it's mainly for the saints. But God makes it to rain on the just and the unjust. So there's going to be people that's going to be blessed by it. That's not Christian. Yeah. But it's mainly for the church to for the move to get the intel out there, and, and to take over the houses and lands, because they, God's making kings. He's the, we're, he's the king of kings, but he's making kings and priests. Right now, he, you have to be a day five to be a king and priest. Uh, right now, it takes four levels to be able to build that. And most people are at one and two. They're trying to operate like a king and priest, and they have no dominion. They have no power. They have they, they don't know how to stand in the gap for someone because they're in sin themselves. Mm -hmm. they're, they're trying to go to the Holy of Holies and intercede for someone needs like cleansed like a leper, right? And he's healed like from a priest, but they're not they're not able to go into the Holy of Holies and get that power because they're not walking out the standard themselves. Is is it true that the Catholic, the Catholics are hiding chapters in the Bible? Is there missing chapters? There uh, they weaved it's not the Catholics today, it was done a long time ago. The Vatican? Uh, through the Vatican and stuff, like it's the you know the Jesuits through you know the Illuminati, uh, through uh, the Pharisees, they infiltrated uh, and they produced other like uh, follow, uh, proselytes, you know, Gentile Jesuits mm -hmm. that that they added to this because when you change, when you add to scriptures, you hide the consistency of of the, to see the the thread to to find all the words that's in here. To, to get to get all the, the threads and the viewpoints. So when you add or take away from this, you, you change people's thinking patterns and then you change up their walk. So we're bringing back all the original intent in a progressional model um, of a scale one through seven, like it was before. Mm -hmm. And we have all the scriptures proving everything. We have, I mean, it's we we can prove it eight ways from Sunday. Literally, there's infinite routes in here that we can prove the same thing over and over and over. Uh, there is a seven-level progressional model to birth Christ in the earth. Um, you're you're saved by grace through faith by being born again, but you know, uh, faith without works is dead. So you have to conform or transform into the image of Christ by actually keeping the law. But you don't do it in oldness of letter, but in newness of spirit. Meaning, mm -hmm. you walk out what's written on your heart now, and you got past tests. And when you do it, you get, you get brighter and brighter and brighter, and then people start to see it. So you, you said you're, you're teaching your friend, right, over here? Yeah. Um, why don't you come over here and sit over here? So tell me, what are you, what are you getting from him, and where did you come from before? Well, originally in the very beginning, um, he sold dance teeth, not dance lessons, to my mom. 
And okay. then, that's how the whole connection started. So that's how you met him? That's how I met him. Can you hear with a mic? Yeah, just pull your uh, jacket off to the side, just because you're covering it. Yeah, go ahead. These mics are really sensitive. Go ahead. But uh, that's how I originally met him. And what was the other part of the question? How I came to know him? Well, what made you start to believe what he was teaching? Well, all of it just came out of just social proof, just following him. Because when he first told me about everything, I mean, just go into it with the political climate. Like, I honestly wasn't on board. Like, oh, you know, he said, lost my job because of all, you know, feminism, Black Lives Matter, all that stuff. And I was like, well, I don't think my yeah, yeah, feminism, racism, racism made it hard for me to be just to live in California, if you're a straight white male, you're kind of hated. And he heard that and he was like, what? Then he started hanging out with me, started seeing it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Okay, so what, what did you believe in the flat earth? No, I thought that was Bonkers. the most ridiculous thing I've And ever what heard. convinced you that you believe it's true? Well, what convinced me afterwards was um, he gave me some other informational videos with, again, teachers who were more knowledge to give it. Mm -hmm. Rob Skiba is like one of the Rob best, te Rob on the best teachers out there right now on the, on the topic, but he got it from other books and things and he put it together on YouTube. It's been around for a long time. Mm -hmm. I mean, I heard it in school. They said we got more educated because of science and it, you know, we discovered it in 1500 AD, you know, the earth is round. And, but I heard that everyone used to believe it was flat before. Right. Right. So, okay, you learned, you studied that, and then the, that, that convinced you that Earth is flat. It was starting to give more information onto it, but yeah. then afterwards, like how you're supposed to climb up in the progressional scale, like with the days. Yeah. Like, I also wanted to get those experiences that he got. Right. So, so are you getting those now? Yes. I would are, you reading the, are you reading the Old Testament? Yes, and how everything he said right there is like once you get edified to speaking in tongues, everything else, it just it begins to like when you read the Bible, it's just kind of like if words are starting to highlight and it just starts to pop out. And again, how it ties in with some gifts is like God can show you any way that's best for you to understand. So while reading it, it looked like just, you know, how he said frames, it looked like movies that are playing out my head and I was just like... You know, this is all starting to come back full circle. Everything that he said before, like it's starting to come up right now, and it's just like, okay, you can't deny that. I mean, there, from we was on this before Q was even out there, like all just all the things that was happening with uh, the Babylonian dark arts were like, you know, just explain what that was yeah. as uh, with, with feminism, racism, all the hate movements uh, from anti anti straight white male anti-christian um all that stuff to talking about the the money revaluation of the currency then, then other channels start popping up talking about they hey they are going to kick out the fed there you know there's channels talking about it now that was like two years later when i was talking about it and they're like well how are they going to kick out the fed when we got a debt problem and stuff and i'm like well we have the answers for that too we <laughs> We, you know, we know everything is going to happen. We're at, we're, we, I, so I said on someone else's channel, I said, I said, we're already at the finish line. We're just waiting for everybody else to catch up. Mm. We already know all the intel what's going on. So ha have you had visions or anything? Uh, in terms of just like seeing spiritual stuff. Spiritual stuff. Um, it comes in puzzle pieces in dreams. Yeah. Like I'll definitely have those encounters. Yeah. But what really solidifies it is just everything that plays out while we're walking. I mean, obviously, we had to go like over the rocket seats. Santa like, Monica. Like, Santa Monica was a big one. Also, over with 
the best one would say the experience that we had over at um, Beverly Hill Church. Uh -huh. Like we went to church home in Beverly Hills. Church home in Beverly Hills. Yeah, and there's a preacher there. Uh, uh, he basically is this. Uh, people are going there to, to find God, and he's not. He's he's just a business, and the Holy Spirit came on me to to say something and I was scared. I was like, I'm about to stand up in front of over a thousand people. <laughs> and like, and like the Holy Spirit was like praying tongues. I'm like, no, because I already know. As soon as I pray in tongues, I get bold. And he just kind of forced me. I started praying in tongues and all of a sudden I got bold and I just, you know, uh, you can tell the rest of the story. And mind you, while he was doing that, it was just everything that was projecting out of my mind as well as our buddy's mind like we we were afraid because in that moment like you could see my friend like both of us are sweating and you just see you know like heat waves yeah. was radiating off of him you can see like, the you can see the presence anger. of god you can see the presence of god come on me and it's like a vapor and a smoke coming off of me just like what we was talking about here we did it at christmas time prayed christmas, for someone christmas time we did that over yeah it was over at christmas time we were sitting over at a table just how this is set up right here just pre speaking in tongues for just almost like what well, it felt like 20 minutes an hour for a good for a good while and then in that you just see again you just start to see the vapor right off his face comes off my face you can see like because it says he's a pillar of fire and the smoke right mm -hmm. and when he's in you you can get to that so what happened on the tran Mount transfiguration when Jesus was transfigured in front of, uh, of Peter Peter and John uh, all of us had that potential to get there and uh, I'm starting to break ground so that prophecy that was spoken over me that's going to have a church in California pre celebrities and the glory of the Lord is going to be seen on my face is starting to happen because people need to see that it's real and that, that there's a transformation, that physical transformation that can happen too. A resurrection, a quickening of the flesh. It's, it's all starting to happen. It hit my friend in the face. It, she said it hit it sober, like almost like sobered her up. Yeah. When we were praying, yeah, it came off of me and hit her. And she just, it just, she couldn't believe how real it was. She's like, how do I get to that point? How do I do that? And we told her, you know, you just got to live the standard. You got to start passing tests and then it'll stay with you more and more and more. Do you feel like Trump has anything to do with any of this that you see? That they're setting it up for us. The, the, the first phase, there's seven spheres of influence to birth, birth a nation. Yeah. And it's the government, the arts entertainment, the media. Those, when you control those, that affects the family, the religion, and the education, and then the business. Those spheres, those are mountains or spheres in which if you control those at the top of the mountain, you, you, you control the whole nation. Right now we're getting our government sphere back. When that's unlocked, the next sphere to be conquered is arts entertainment, i.e. Hollywood. That's what's next. That's where this movement's going to be kicking off, released. So what can people out there look for in the near future? in the news or world events that... The Federal Reserve will be kicked out. Right now, uh, okay, you don't so see... You don't get rid of the dollar? Yeah, the, the new dollar, dollar. Right, that's going to be during Trump's next election. He will get back in. There's going to be voter ID. Yeah. There's going to be voter IDs. They're going to win back over all three branches. What do you mean by voter ID? I mean, don't we already have... No, we don't have voter ID right now. What is voter ID? It's you have to have an ID to vote. Well, we all have an idea. No, like an actual you separate. Can, there was, there was a lot like of, a separate one. 
They're, they're, just no, put it on our license. No, 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 no. You have to show your you have to show your ID now to, to vote. Whereas before, you don't have to show your ID to vote. But they're going to say that's suppression. It doesn't. It's going to be law. It's going to be law. Okay, so there's a lot of fraud. ID. That's a good one. There's a lot of fraudulent votes right now. So, going, so then you're going to see. Uh, Is Trump going to be reelected in 2020? Yes. Okay. Trump will be reelected. Okay. Yeah. What else? You're going to see a lot of people go to prison. You're going to see in the deep state, <clears throat> like Hillary Clinton. Will she go to prison? Yes. Yeah, they're okay. going to be tried for treason, uh, going, going to prison. Uh, you're going to see the release of the new gold-backed dollar, and you're going to see uh, the Silk Road, uh, a new uh, um, trading right. system over in uh, Europe. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. And you're going to see um, uh, a whole new media platforms, the collapse of uh, new stations, and birth of new ones. Okay. You're gonna see a, a like new, a new YouTube or something. Right. You're gonna see new new Hollywood. You're gonna see new film studios. Okay. New laws passed. Uh, there's coming a movement where I think pornography and things like that will be blocked okay. from the United States. Uh, I think uh, prohibition will be up for grabs again. Really? Yeah. No more alcohol. Right. That's that's on the table. But didn't Jesus drink a lot of wine? Yeah, yeah, it's unfermented wine. So, <laughs> which uh, is what does that mean? Uh, unfermented means it wasn't uh, aged and it wasn't uh, toxic. Where oh, okay. it, it wasn't really. ferments the alcohol, right? Yeah. Uh, so, what about marijuana? Are we against it? Are we? Are we? Is this a bad it, thing to have in America? I mean, you know, uh, is it just the devil? No, see, it's the devil. It's it's. I mean, it's part of like. Anything you burn and shove in your lungs isn't good, you know what I mean? And it's going to alter your, your state of mind. Um, I know people that do it, that have encounters with the spirit realm because that's what it does. But you can have that with just being filled with the Holy Spirit. Um, but yeah, all in all, you know, you're going to see this new standard of, of living. And it's, going to, it's already sweeping across America now. Um, people are waking up to... to God's doing something. You can see it online. People are talking about it. But I'm in a dark place in California where I don't see too much of the move of God happen out here yet. But it will be. Right now, people are like, they don't like California and the rest of America. They're like, they think everyone out here is like way turned out. And they are like super turned out because the hub is here for the, you know, because of Hollywood. But, uh, you know, in this movement, you're going to see... Um, the next move, I should say, is uh, the release of the FISA documents, mm -hmm. the OIG, the, all the reports uh, being released now. You're going to see everyone go to prison, and there's going to be an event to try to clog the news cycles, uh, to try, but they're going to drip it out, all this stuff. They're not gonna, it's not going to happen all at once, but from now until 2020, uh, the end of 2020 until the elections, you're going to see slowly but surely taking background of, of our government and putting people in prison and just creating the fear of God into people that would try to, to tread on this country. Have you heard of the deep fake? Uh, yeah, the artificial intelligence. Yeah, like making right? people Fake talk. videos and stuff. Yeah, that's out. That's a real thing. It's going to be... Well, Obama was warning that. Yeah, well... Because uh, he feels like he might be guilty of something. Obama, he's blame it on Obama. That? They already have Obama and they already have George Soros. Any videos that you see right now of Obama is fake. Obama is in Gitmo right now. He's in Guantanamo Bay being tried for treason. So, time out. You think Obama is not at home right now? Right. 
Yeah. You think he's in prison right now? Right, he's in prison. But uh, why wouldn't Trump release that? Because they can't, because... Uh, it's too, chaos? Chaos is a bridge too far Who right else now. Because people are so brainwashed still. People think that right now, they think every white person is the devil and like we're in a racist, every white person's racist, every white person, white person's bigoted right now. So he needs his voters to be able to do the one thing he was pulled in for, kick out the Fed. Once that's done, the church is going to release everything. You're going to see uh, uh, so much, everything, everyone has a camera. It's, it's going to be fed online. What about Julian Assange? He uh, he's is fine. He's, he's fine. Custody protective right custody. They're making him seem like he's sick right now. Uh, he's dying in prison. Like no, they're killing him. no, they're they're protecting him in the in the. Uh, he's in the hospital. The hospital because it's more safe because there's more doctors and everything. It's more safe over there. What about Snowden? I don't know anything about Snowden. Oh, he's a he's a traitor though for sure. He is a traitor. Yeah, NSA guy. He's a guy. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I don't have too much intel on him, yeah, but yeah, that's true. But he was supposedly, not supposedly, but another source we listened to, uh, X-22 reported saying that Snowden originally was put in there just to kind of like establish it and frame the NSA as like they're the big all bad like secret organization, everything else. Right, trying to make the Because he was, he was actually a CIA the NSA, agent that was planted in the NSA to make them look bad. Right, because okay. the NSA is the group that's going after the CIA and the FBI and Department of Justice and they're purging them of everything. So once once I gets purged, this movement's going above ground. It's already underground. It's already, it's already getting bigger. Will the world end soon? The world is never going to end. Okay. The, it, says, it says in Isaiah, the world without end. Amen. It says that in Ephesians 3 as well. The, world's not going, the world is going to change its garments. What's going to end is the firmament will melt. And uh, the ice, the the ice wall will melt, but that's not going to happen until the the saints are in place, and that's a, that's the very end of the game. Will we see in our lifetime? Everyone has AI is a big thing. Robots are a big thing. You know, mm -hmm. like you, you probably won't see it. Depends on how. Yeah, you're already seeing it. Uh, within the next 20 years, you'll start seeing it hit. But the thing is, it can be held back by, it depends on what the, the, the saints are doing. And because it, it works by a flood and it works by, uh, to expand, extend, but also works by growth. Mm -hmm. So it's, that's how you take over. Depends on what the, the, the morning is doing compared to the evening, right? The morning has to stretch out further and build up brighter. Then evening has to stretch out further and build up darker. Right? Depends on what we do. We can withstand and stand against what the evening is doing and the dark is doing. We just got to do our part and then we can hold that back because that's what's happening. Because what's next is people will be brainwashed to, you know, just how they fight for pedophilia and they fight for transgender, they fight for all that stuff. They're going to be fighting for half-breeds next. They're going to be fighting for, uh, you know, cloning and, and all of that stuff. Like, it saves lives. They're going to preach peace, right? Mm -hmm. and, by, and by peace, seduce. And so they're going to sell themselves short and get the abominations. Back to Catholics. Are they, uh, are they in the wrong? Like, are they, do they worship Mary or Mary? Well, uh, that's what the doctrines was changed to, yeah. But, but God's trying to reach out on both sides of the aisle, both Catholics and Protestants, because Protestants are sold short too right now because uh, the art of separation from the Babylonian dark arts is, is on, in both sides right now. 
So it's all about like just waking people up and and uh, reaching them right where they're at. Um, I want to touch on <clears throat> Catholicism, Catholics, because my buddy he's really into he's you know and I said yeah, it's, uh, it's the wrong religion. What are you doing? Right. You know, I've gone to a couple ceremonies where, you know, you sit up and down and then you repeat something and everyone sounds like a drone in there. Yeah. Um, It's really, it's like really weird to me. Um, Trying to figure out how, how do I explain to him it's the wrong religion. Come well, I mean, just getting or anybody. Is that bad to, to even say that? Well, I mean, just getting people to read the Bible is the best place to start. They just, if they get a King James and just read it for themselves, you know, that that's better than nothing. You know, that's the start. I mean, that's where all the answers are. Yeah, but he, I mean, he pretty. He, I mean, he goes. He goes to Bibles. I mean, he goes to, to you know special classes and stuff, and he's all into it. And I mean, there's. I mean, it depends if the classes are actually teaching from scriptures or they're just reading a couple things and not getting into the deep stuff. Because the thing is, all the deep stuff is in the Old Testament. Uh, it's in Job and Ecclesiastes. Do they worship Mary? Uh, I don't, it's not that they, wor- they don't worship Mary. It's that they pray to her. Yeah, should they be praying to Mary? I mean, it's you don't need to. Yeah. You know, you can go straight to, to, to the Father, like... Uh, through Christ, which is cool, but uh, it the whole thing with Mary, the, the Catholic religion was changed to fit the mold of the pagan doctrines that were in Babel, which was uh, you had Semiramis, yeah. who's pictured now as picture as Mary. Mm-hmm. You had uh, uh, is it Isis? No, no, no. It was um, Sem- Semiramis, Nimrod. Tamus. Yeah, well, I know Nimrod, but then Tamus. So the pagan religions was to copy, because remember, the pagan comes out of the half breeds of the fallen angels. They were trying to make themselves fulfill scripture, so you would go to them, Mm. so they would get the following. That's where they had to create a monopoly and get the following so they could build what they're building, not have any opposition, and go and take over the throne. Right, so you had Nimrod, who was the first world ruler, have a child named Tammuz through his mother, which is also his wife, mm-hmm. which is Semiramis. Right, so the, the unholy trinity was back there in paganism, but it was modeled after the real after the real thing, which was prophesied in Genesis that was coming. But the, the devil tried to fulfill it because he said, "I will be like the Most High." So that's where all that stuff comes from. And then, so when the Jesuits infiltrated the Catholic Church, they they change it to, you know, the the Rome, Holy Roman Catholic Church now, right? Mm-hmm. So which was the the, the Roman Empire, uh, the Holy Roman Empire, which wasn't holy, which wasn't Roman when it, the capital moved from Rome to Constantinople. Like that's when all that happened. All of a sudden the pagans and the teachings and everything mixed at one time. And that's where that came from. So the, they basically took over the church then. And mm-hmm. so that's what that is. You have to know about the takeover and go back to the original doctrines. That's how you can help someone come out of Catholicism. But, but you I say, mean, he believes in Jesus. He believes Jesus was, you know, died for our sins. He believes all that. Well, that's good. Then, then he's born again as a Catholic. But the thing is, you still, like Protestants, you still got to grow up. That means, you know, 
if you just it doesn't you'll if you just read the scriptures like you will begin to work things out you know but yeah. the thing is also it takes you know teachers to be able to open up the scripture so you can begin to see it see the infrastructure the main thing is is Paul's pattern Paul said that he was to uh, have this pattern here read it real quick it's in first uh, Timothy and he said that in first Timothy 1:16 said but for this cause I obtain mercy that in me first that in me first Jesus Christ might show forth all long suffering for a pattern to them which should hereafter believe on him to life everlasting. Meaning, anyone that was going to come after me, after Paul, anyone that would believe on Jesus should follow my pattern, the pattern of Paul, which was a long-suffering pattern, which is go to the cross through the furnace of affliction and, and go through the day of temptation in the wilderness, meaning he got to pass the tests. When you pass the tests, you'll, get your, you'll build your crown. Your crown isn't something that rests up here. It's a whole. It's a wheel within a wheel within a wheel all around you. Mm -hmm. That's your countenance. That your thoughts get so pure and so bright, it begins to quicken or raise your quicken or make alive your mortal flesh, to where it raises you from the dead. And that's what happened to Paul. He got so bright, God had to harvest him and take him, and then people were following, and that's when there was a great harvest. And they say, "Oh, this that's a rapture, and that's going to be an event." No, there's there's Two, there's two things on the, on, the, on, the, on the second coming of Jesus Christ. It's called the day of Jesus Christ. When you hit day seven, it's called the day of Jesus Christ. When you hit the seventh day, there's an internal second coming of Christ and an external second coming of Christ. The internal day of Jesus Christ is when He appears on you in fullness. You're, that's whenever you make it. That's, that's individual. Anyone can make the resurrection. Anyone can make the rapture individually in every nation, every generation has had this chance. But there is a second coming as his, his, his external second coming where he comes back with all the ones that, that got caught up. He comes back with all of them with their bodies and everything. And the ones that are still living get their bodies back out of the ground. Mm. That's, that's what everyone has said is only one thing. It's like, no, there's events, there's multiple harvests. So are you saying not to get cremated? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't want to die. <laughs> yeah, don't, well, yeah. no, when you die, people get cremated. And then say if they have to find their body, they, they can't. Yeah, no, he can pull it up because the, the dust is still there. Okay. He can, yeah, he can pull it back together. But that's a, that's a pagan thing, too. Oh, is it? Yeah. But, so uh, don't get cremated. Yeah, he probably is, I mean, it's better not to, but it doesn't really matter at this point. But as far as, like, a symbol thing... But uh, it's, it was pagan before, because you want, generally you wanted your, your bones to be all in one place. Yeah. But all in all, yeah, you, you know, you want to play the game. Got it. All right, let's wrap this up. Tell me, uh, tell them where you, they can find you. Uh, I'm at Hollywood Hustle on YouTube. Uh, so it, it looks like my jacket here. So. That's what the logo looks like. Okay. Are you sponsored by Adidas too? No. <laughs> oh, okay. No. And do you have a YouTube channel or no? Oh no. He's he rolls with me. Okay. 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 All right. All right. Cool. Well, there you go, guys. This is the end of the podcast for I don't know what number it is, but uh, hopefully that was interesting. And uh, see you later. Cool. Cool.